Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. All right, what is up, Gypsy gang? We are back for another episode of the Gypsy Tales podcast. And today, got a bit of a different one with a former V8 supercar driver now uh i guess you could say adult content creator renee gracie uh renee's been kind of all over the headlines since doing the whole only fans thing um so i reached out to her uh basically because this would be an interesting conversation and uh turns out i was right this was a really a really cool and interesting conversation with uh I didn't really know what to expect on on actually uh, meeting Renee and, and how the, the conversation would go, but three hours flew by. Uh, we had a lot to talk about and got into some topics that I don't think we've ever got into uh, on the podcast before. So really cool chick, man. I uh, actually enjoyed actually enjoyed this conversation quite a lot. So um, obviously this comes with... Uh, a language warning, not like the uh, Gypsy Tales podcast is normally very PG when it comes to language, but um, yeah, this one obviously contains a bit of language and also content warning. We talk a lot about the porn industry, um, male fetishes, just sex in general. Um, so yeah, if you're not interested in hearing about that kind of content, um, then this episode isn't for you and it's definitely not one to listen to with the kids in the car uh, on the way to school. So just with that out of the way, um, also just had another bit of a disclaimer too with it. We talk a lot about money. Um, and then when I was listening back to the, this episode while I was doing the edit, uh, I just didn't want anyone to come across with the wrong idea about money. I'm, I don't really want to glorify money. I don't think that you should do something just for money. Um, that's my own personal beliefs, but I think at the exact same time, you should be able to do whatever it is that you are comfortable in doing. Um, the money side of this conversation more came from the angle of myself as a content creator that does it for a living. Creating content is the only way that I actually make money. Um, so to be sitting across the table from somebody who also creates content for a living um, and makes so much money doing it that is I guess more so where my curiosity and the interest in the money side of things uh, came from so me personally not a massive money person obviously it's what makes the world go around and it is what um, we all go to work for but I just thought I'd throw that out as a little bit of a a disclaimer I don't really want to just try and glorify the whole money side of things um, but yeah from a content perspective pretty insane the amount of money that Renee is actually making so um, just got to give a quick shout out to our sponsors the glove lord himself Sam Moore and Fist Handwear you can head to fisthandwear.com uh, and yeah glove up guys uh also brought to you by the guys at dixon quality still a little bit of a cold snap going around on the goldie at the moment and around australia so if you are looking to get yourself 
basically the best flannels in the game. Look no further than dixonquality.com.au. Uh, fist handwear, you can use the promo code fuckjace. And at Dixon, you can use the code rampthief uh, to get 15% off. We're also brought to you by the guys at Rival Inc. Design Co. If you are a dirt bike rider like myself, uh, they make hands down the best graphics in the game. You can head to rivalinkdesignco.com uh, and you can use the promo code GYPSYGANG or GYPSYTALES there uh, to get yourself 15% off. Uh, and also a shout out to the guys at 5.3 Designs. Uh, they do all of the signage wraps, wall wraps um, and design that you could ever want as well. Um, and they are conveniently located in Yatla. You can go to 53designs.com au to uh to hit up the boys there um also if you want to support the podcast you can get onto our merch at gypsytales.com i uh, got some pretty cool stuff going on over there also you can subscribe to the podcast on youtube uh, i'm pretty sure it's just youtube.com slash gypsytales podcast uh, and also at gypsytales podcast on instagram that's it. Thanks so much for listening. And yeah, like I said, really cool episode. Really, really interesting person who is doing uh, doing some pretty crazy stuff out there, making a lot happen for herself. And uh, yeah, it was a very interesting chat. So appreciate you guys for listening. Um, so yeah, these mics work like you want to bring them like pretty, pretty much sort of. Yeah, like that. Yeah, right on your shit. It's weird hearing myself. I hate my voice. Why is that? I don't know. I just think I sound whiny. Feel like that's everybody hates their voice. Renee <laughs> yeah. Gracie, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you coming. That's right. Yeah, it's interesting to be a part of a podcast, and yeah, I actually was thinking about what we're going to talk about. Yeah, what do you think we're going to talk about? I don't know. I don't think I'm that interesting. <laughs> yeah, you said that in one of your emails, but yeah. you've got some definitely some uh, interesting shit going on at the moment. So. Yeah, I feel like my whole life's just been interesting shit. Yeah, since <laughs> it was, when? It's since I started go karting. Yeah, right. I always seem to attract attention and have. Stuff stuff going on but um yeah i think it's just like normal for me now but yeah everyone's sort of always interested in what i'm doing yeah so i can't remember where i come across you the first time i definitely knew of you when you were racing supercars but i was living in america when you were racing supercars oh, cool. so i didn't get i didn't really see a lot of yeah. that stuff but then i guess more recently with the whole only fans thing yeah yeah you've come back into like the the sort of media yeah yeah world, everyone's taken on the only fans thing i think everyone's talking about it and know someone who's doing it it seems to be pretty popular at the moment i think i got in at the right time yeah well i just saw that yesterday or the day before bella thorne yeah made like two million dollars in 24 yeah. hours but yeah. it was like a, a scam essentially yeah so she apparently i, I don't know much about it but like uh, heaps of people are like what do you think and i'm like well it hasn't affected me so i don't really care but um apparently she said something that she sent out a photo of like two $200 saying that she was naked and she wasn't yeah. and then everyone just went straight to OnlyFans because OnlyFans have a really good like contact and support system so you just everyone just basically clicked through straight to contact us and everyone sent emails basically saying they wanted their money back so 
OnlyFans freaked out and then they changed all of their like payout and their so what she did is it's called a PPV or pay per view yeah yeah so you send a picture and you have to pay to unlock it and to view it so that's basically how I make most of my money is doing PPVs mm. so she sent it and the little description down the bottom was $200 and it said like you know unlock to see me naked sort of thing mm. and yeah she wasn't naked so um, OnlyFans changed their maximum PPV to $50 to $50 right? yeah. yeah so then everyone's losing it because apparently some girls send like long videos and actual like videos and stuff which yeah. are legitimate and probably do cost $200 but now they can only send it for 50 so yeah everyone's gone crazy about it and they changed the payout so it went payouts. from weekly to monthly right yeah so it was actually daily so you got to be on there for a week and then after you're there for a week it pays so pretty much like if i started this week i got paid today in seven days time i'd get paid for today mm. and then tomorrow i'd get paid the next day after so yeah. it's every seven days but once you're on for a week it's actually daily yeah, right. um and now it's going to be monthly so which sort of sucks when you think about some girls who are living like week to week and probably doing it to yeah. to come by all of a sudden their pay is going from weekly to monthly so yeah. and being in a time like this you know they probably weren't really prepared for that because they just changed it overnight sort of thing so i mean it's not straight away because obviously we're still getting paid out for what happened last week but eventually like the money will stop coming and yeah it'll affect a lot of people i think a lot of people are pissed off with OnlyFans too i know so many girls who have jumped ship and gone to other places so yeah right. <laughs> yeah it's one of those things it's hard i mean OnlyFans is like instagram and facebook now i think that's the problem man like you get any big business like what was the business that i was thinking about yes oh yeah one of our sponsors they're like a they've just gone from being like a small company to now they've got like 150 employees and with that comes like hr department and like you've just got shit that you've got to deal with so there's just like only so big that you can get right before you have to start dealing with bullshit yeah and what OnlyFans is is because it is content and it is even if it's not like nudes and stuff like it is you know whether someone's selling like a personal training program or a chef's on there selling recipes like it's content and it's things that you're selling so then there's all sorts of complications with that like content and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff where it goes who gets a hold of it if people keep resharing it and all that sort of stuff so I think that's probably why a lot of people haven't been able to like redo OnlyFans because there's only so much you can do with that sort of platform mm. and I think OnlyFans just have the name now and they've just got it but yeah I feel do feel sorry for them because it's like what do you do you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't sort of thing well it's the same so like obviously i'm in the content game as well but in just it's just different platforms it's all the same shit yep and i think that people maybe have like a bit of a preconceived notion about oh it's only fans it's porn it's whatever yeah but yeah it's still a platform yeah it's still content you still get paid i get paid off youtube every single month yeah so it's all the same shit the same stuff yeah youtube are doing a paid thing now i got an email from youtube yeah because i have my own channel there and they emailed me and they were like um make more money from your subscribers and so they're doing like paid yeah. things now so i'm yeah. like copying off only fans <laughs> yeah well so they do um they do like a premium like you can subscribe to the channel yeah and then i think you can put like private content into the channel yeah but i wonder if that the same community guidelines would apply in terms of like nudity yeah because youtube's like that. pretty strict dude it's stuff, so yeah. strict we get it's pulled like down when we do live streams if we swear yeah in wow. the first 20 minutes 
the live stream goes down it's crazy. and there's no like monetization on it yeah it's insane it's hard to think like i'm learning all of this with all the platforms like i'm not a very social media person even though yeah. like i've got a following like i literally like if i could lose it tomorrow it wouldn't bother me yeah. um i hate it and um learning all this stuff like so i've just recently discovered that twitter is completely unfiltered yeah <laughs> and like you can twi- post porn on yeah twitter literally yeah. and it's like i started a twitter account and people like sending me all this stuff and i'm like whoa 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 i'm like i don't want to see a dick what's going on and i'm like how's this person and posting this on their page and then my sister messaged me and she's like yeah like you can post whatever you want on twitter i'm like what on earth and it's like was a shock to the system because of the stuff that i was seeing and getting Mm. sent but i'm like how do you hear on the news that like donald trump gets like a tweet removed but like there's this on there like it doesn't even make sense and then you've got like facebook and youtube which is so strict and then instagram which is like semi-strict if people report stuff so it's mm. like it's to get your head around all the platforms is a lot and then there's only fans where you can post whatever you want and do whatever you want as long as people pay you for it <laughs> yeah 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 it's just, it's such a bizarre world now yep that's it when it yeah. comes down to even like one of the things that i kind of always think about is just like you've got like this idea of yourself in terms of like us physically in the room and then there's like this digital self where like we've both got this version of ourselves mm. in our phone like yeah you probably wouldn't want me having your phone no and, i don't want anyone having my phone <laughs> and i wouldn't want you having my phone you know <laughs> yeah. so there's definitely this like that's essentially like this other self yeah so there's just like these yeah it's fucking weird and yeah. i just don't know that in I our actually, heads we've caught up to that shit yeah i actually go out of my way to make sure that like my digital self is completely different to like me yeah <laughs> and i think a lot of people like trip on that when they're like messaging me on like my instagram or they see my instagram it's like i don't know if a lot of people other like other people do it i feel like maybe i know some people do it but like for me i think when i raced and stuff like my whole racing like i had to put on this persona that i was like mm. happy and like you know whatever yeah. i like loved what i was doing but deep down i was like having a mental breakdown in the truck because i was over it but like you sort of like have to put on this brave face and then like my real life i'm just like you know i don't want to bother i like fuck this i can't be bothered yeah. so it's like ever since i finished racing i've sort of continued on like having a persona like my instagram and stuff and it's so funny when people meet me they're like i never i didn't think that you were going to be like this and i'm like Mm. what do you think i was going to be like and they're like oh you're nothing like your social media and i'm like well yeah because it's all fake (laughs) i feel like though i've known enough people in your position to know pretty well that no one's really the same as the you know what I mean? Yeah. The person that they actually are. Yeah, but so many people think meet. people are. So many people think that, like, their Instagram is reality, but it's mm. so far from the truth. It's not funny. Well, that's why I think those platforms are so successful because they prey on people's naivety. Yeah. That it's like, oh, this is that person. It's like, but you're, you're the person that you would be to me right now over the next three hours like there's a different version of you going on inside your head as well yeah so we've got like this version that goes on in our head that that only we know and then we've got the physical person that like your friends and your family and people that you meet get to know Mm. and then we've then got this digital self which you can make any way you want like there's yeah. some fucking weird levels that, <laughs> yeah. that are going on here yeah, and it just gets like deeper and deeper and yeah yeah it can keep going yeah i know i kind of like being different across everything <laughs> yeah it keeps you <laughs> i know yeah it keeps it interesting i don't know maybe people think it's like two-faced or something but i love being like completely different like on my instagram like my social media is like i just like to be like controversial and like different mm. and like not really care because and I mean, most people think like, oh, I'm not going to post this photo because they care about what people think. And I'm like, I'm going to post this photo because I know people are going to say something. Mm. So I'm like the opposite. I like almost post things to like 
get attention and know that someone's going to say something or like someone's going to get upset by what I say but it's just like for me it's just fun and I literally just sit there read the comments and just laugh (laughs) yeah see it's just like that provocateur mentality Mm, almost yeah I get entertainment out of it I mean if you're going to have social media like you can't take it too seriously I think yeah and so you said that if you could give away following you would so like what's the thinking behind that yeah like i don't really a lot of people are so um like tied to it yeah like so so tied to it so for me like probably recently i've become a lot more like dependent on it and obviously now that i've got the following i realize the only thing that benefited me is that i can like make money and stuff out of it now but up until then like i wasn't making any money out of it so i didn't really care like i was like if i lose this tomorrow like my life wouldn't be over Mm. and that's the thing like my instagram a lot of people think that my life is like on Instagram like I've got so much going on outside of Instagram like if I lost Instagram tomorrow like my life like I'd be fine like Mm. I wouldn't really care if I lost Facebook I mean I need OnlyFans because that's how I make my money but I mean for me like if I could lose it all tomorrow it wouldn't really bother me I'd just find something else to do (laughs) like and that's OnlyFans and everything yeah like I'd probably find something else like if you think about all the stuff that I've done like racing and I always find stuff like Mm. I always find something that I want to do and I can make it work sort of thing so I'm not really like I'm someone who like wings it in life (laughs) very much so so I mean like if it all ended tomorrow I'm pretty sure in a year or so time I'd be doing something else yeah yeah have you always been like that do you think yeah I think so yeah from when I was like quite young like I've done everything I've tried everything like just even in school sports like just when I was a little kid like I just gave everything a go that's why I got into racing because I was sort of like oh okay well, I'll give it a go like mm. and then everyone kept telling me I was good at it I was like well, I'll keep doing it then <laughs> so yeah. yeah I'm someone who just yeah I'll try anything and do anything and if I'm like like it and sort of kind of good at it I'll just keep going until I get over it so the kind of the weird weird thing there is that like you mentally quite broad and very like just sort of open to whatever yeah but then in like a physical sense you've sort of got a certain look Mm. that it seems like you're sort of trying to get to that would be like the opposite of that like there's not a lot of variety in it if that makes sense yeah yeah i'm very plain jane like i don't like changing my look or anything i think just because i'm like happy with how i am but even like with like my Instagram, I just have the same sort of mm. style and same sort of thing. But that's only because I don't, I don't think I really care about it that much. Mm. <laughs> like I'm not overly creative, but like trying things like physically going out, doing something, new jobs, like challenges and stuff like that, like I'll I'll do it. But as for other stuff, I think maybe sometimes I'm happy to get outside of my comfort zone, but then there's other things that I know I'm just comfortable doing, so I just won't change it sort mm. of thing. So yeah, but I think I do have a broad. That's why I like a race cars one year and then two years later, I'm doing bloody porn on OnlyFans. Like I'm just pretty like to to whatever sort of is whatever is sort of thing i mean if someone says you should try this i'm like oh give it a go like Mm. depends what it is i mean if i'm gonna break a leg or do something stupid probably not but you know if it's if i can see a sort of value in it and it looks fun and i think i might be good at it or enjoy it i'll probably give it a go so how as much has life changed for you with the OnlyFans thing now and obviously like so i think one of the things i said to you in the email was that like like I personally don't want to do OnlyFans. Yeah, you know, <laughs> not what I mean? a lot of people do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's totally fine. But at the same time, I I can like very staunchly hold that opinion, and also completely not judge anybody that does. And especially in the case of because I'm like, oh well, I know you've copped a fucking heap of criticism, mm. but. Like, so what's, like, the most you've earned in a month that you publicly have spoken about? Um, yeah, so the month of June, yeah, June, I made $500,000, just a little bit over. What? Yeah, by the time it converted and hit my bank account, yeah. So, like, fuck anybody <laughs> that says 
<laughs> you should not make 500 grand in a month if it's in a way that you're comfortable doing. Yeah, right. Why do you think I can keep, keep doing it? So, yeah, it was it was a pretty big month. And, like, I have – I don't have as big a month, but I have, like – like repeatedly pretty decent months to some people like what I earn in a month is what some people don't even earn in a year so yeah I have some pretty like I'm probably averaging 200 250k a month like pretty comfortably I mean even when I had my surgery a couple weeks ago a couple months ago um I was not active at all because I was like zonked out on painkillers and drugs and stuff like oh the videos Yeah, Yeah. yeah so that was like three probably two three weeks I was really out of it and I was just posting old stuff but nowhere near as what I was posting like what I do normally and I think I made like 210 grand like in that Fuck month. Man. and that was like me taking time off so yeah it's it's pretty good I can't complain yeah like and so the criticism that comes is like okay I, w- I would like to this is probably a fucking YouTube video in itself <laughs> is like you give somebody a check for $500,000 yeah on the spot and go wait show me your dick yeah <laughs> Hundred fucking percent, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, and like people anybody, do it for free every day, <laughs> right? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I mean, just to be presented with literally life changing money, mm. month on month on month on month on month on, what the fuck are you gonna do? Like, why would you say no to that? Yeah, right. That's why I keep doing it. So the only thing is, sometimes it does get hard because, like, I think OnlyFans now has the persona of obviously what well, I've got people think maybe it's my OnlyFans has the persona to do it. So it's like the second I'm not on top of it. So this like I post all the time. So like probably one week like I'll do a video, like a solo video, then I'll do like a boy or girl video and then I'll probably do just like a nude video or like maybe just a quick cheap video. So sort yeah, of thing. are you actually fucking on there? Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. So each week I'll do – so because I get – sometimes it's like it's hard to fuck on film all the time. Like it's for both parties. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I get over it because – people like people are so specific so it's like i've got over ten thousand people on my only fans it's like how do you please all ten thousand of them because i guarantee you if you sat them all down and went on Pornhub and go you know watch yeah, what you want to watch yeah. every single one of them is watching something different right so it's like i post one one like fuck video is what i call it a week but each week i try and make it as different as possible but try and like listen to what people are asking or asking for or, or, or um demanding yeah and it's like it gets hard so I like the fuck videos I try and keep to one a week because if you do too many of them people ask too much so I find like if that's something that's like this is what you're getting mm. people like are less fussy yeah, yeah and they just go oh she you're hasn't posted right but then like the I do like blowjob videos like JOI foot job like I try and do as much as I can other smaller stuff that then reaches the wider variety mm. so people will be like I want this and I want that and I literally have a whiteboard in my office where I write down like you know people want me to pee on something and I like write it down like I'll I'll have a whole thing of ideas and write, right, this week we'll do that and then I'll do that. So I have like fuck video, but then I'll have like two other smaller, cheaper videos that I try and like change up each week and make different for like obviously people who have fetishes and all that sort of mm. stuff. So it's really hard to like please everybody. And the thing is, is that people are like, well, I'm paying all this money and I'm not getting what I want. So it's like, well, hang on a second. Like you've got a month subscription. Like this is just one week. Like why don't you just wait until next week? Like people just want it now sort of thing. So it is, that's probably the hardest thing is like being different and not doing what every other girl is doing on OnlyFans, which is like, you know, the hardest thing is trying to change it up. And then, um, yeah, pleasing such a wide variety of people. But I do think that's why my OnlyFans does so well is because I've got – 
I had up to... You're putting in real work. Yeah, yeah, it's a full-time job. Well, it is my full-time job. I mean, it would be yours too if you're making that much money. So, um, yeah, it's it's hard and it's being like not one week ahead but two weeks ahead and trying to like think, okay, well, this week I've got that video and next week we'll do that video. And even like planning events, like, you know, I've got a jet ski. It's like, well, maybe I'll hop out on the jet ski and I'll go to like an abandoned beach and like fuck on the beach or something like that, you know? So it's like trying to plan ahead and then think about it that it like each week sort of like tie in together sort of Mm. thing so yeah it is hard and then it's like telling people what you're posting and then trying to get people hyped for it and all that sort of stuff so yeah it's it is it's it's like i sometimes i think i need like a marketing company or something to like help me get ahead of like what i've got coming up and help strategize like all my videos and stuff so yeah it's it it is a full-time job and then you know i've got my main page when you subscribe to OnlyFans, which i put content on so it's like getting photos and getting all that done as well so yeah it's it's being able to to balance it and manage it and my biggest thing is i basically get people to pay me for anything x-rated but it's like balancing my main page that people i don't show too much that people just steal it and take it and post it on the internet but they can see enough of it that they want to pay for the x-rated content as well so that's the biggest balancing balancing act of my page and i always know the second i fuck up like someone will send me a link or something they'll be like oh i got this and it's like damn like i too gave too much away or showed too much or whatever mm. and then it's like i shouldn't have done that and it's like the biggest regret and then you like spend a whole week like trying to figure out how the hell you're going to fix it and not do the same and what thing do you, for what next do you mean week. by like teaser it? videos and whatever like and so they just end up on the internet yeah like a two minute snippet sort of thing or like a 30 second video or whatever and so I'm like okay well how can I show people a teaser without actually showing a teaser so it's hard yeah right like it's uh, it's such a balancing act it's like yeah trying to figure out how to show people what you got coming without showing them too much that they're satisfied of just that so yeah and then people are like well i'm not going to unlock this if i don't know like what's going on in the video it's like well mm. i can't show you because you're probably going to take it and post it on pornhub <laughs> yeah is there a bunch of your shit on pornhub yeah my shit's everywhere yeah right. <laughs> but to be honest it's great i did a poll on my um I used to hate it. I actually got like a legal team and actually took someone down off um, off Facebook a little while ago because he was sharing all my shit on there in like some group. Um, and I did get a legal team and they're like, oh, we could go to town on so many of these people because like all my OnlyFans stuff has my copyright. I copyright mm. stamp everything. So they're like, we could literally go to town. Um, but I sort of was just like, got over it. And then I was like, okay, I'll just wait, take this guy down. They gave me a few, like advice on like what to do. And there's all this stuff like DMCA and all this stuff. So... I gave it a rest for a week and then my stuff went up on Pornhub and then I like literally got oh, probably like a thousand followers on my OnlyFans. I'm like, where are all these people coming from? Mm. And then I clicked on the statistics on OnlyFans and they were, that a lot of people were coming through straight from my Instagram. So I'm like, oh, this is weird. So I did a poll on my um, on my. Uh, Instagram saying where are you coming from like the media um, do you find my stuff leaked online and I think I had like you know over a thousand people on leaked online stuff and they had all subscribed to my OnlyFans so Mm. it's great because I think guys are very like guys are great they're quite like not simple-minded, but they're sort of like... <laughs> this is one of my questions for later. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to offend any ma- men nah, and wait, male speaking. Go, dude, honestly, guys need to know how fucking retarded they are. Like, <laughs> they're just so predictable. And yeah. like, we're, it's like, we're a fucking monkey. Like, there is some juice that's flowing in our shit. Yeah. And we're just fucking primitive monkeys. So I feel like... So I think everyone can maybe relate. Like, when you go to watch porn, for example, so if you see my video, how many times do you just, like, watch one porn video 
video when you go on Pornhub or something. Like very mm. rarely are you ever satisfied with one video, right? So yeah, you like open up a few tabs, yeah, and you and you, or you like scroll down the sides, yeah, like yeah. recommended. And you're yeah. like, oh yeah, and so it and happens crazy all the time. How good the fucking algorithms are, man. <laughs> like I can just, I actually don't watch a lot of porn these days. Like this year, I really haven't watched any porn. Yeah, but like fuck, when I used to watch porn, it would be a lot of like. I'd get the same kind of, you know, Stuff. the same little group. And yeah. I have like a very specific, it's funny, like, because of my film background. So yep. I actually did film. Yep. That's what I did in the US. Yeah. Lighting's got to be good. Yeah. Camera's got to be good. <laughs> they got to be using the right sort of shutter speeds. Like, I was yeah. just fucking, I had like a weird <laughs> thing of like what actually looked good to me. Like professional porn, like 100, full. <laughs> 100%. Like, I could never watch any fucking home shit. You'd be no good at my OnlyFans then. <laughs> no, yeah, I ain't, but I ain't, yeah, I ain't so with it. All, all guys are the same. So it's great because a lot of people will go, oh, like, I just watched one of your videos on Pornhub and they'll tip me and they'll be like can I have the full one or can I have another one yeah. so all these videos get leaked online and like, I'm not condoning leaking my shit by the way but like it all gets leaked online but guys are very like oh I've just watched that seven yeah. minute video like I want to watch another one or they'll be like oh like I want to watch more for next time sort of thing so yeah, I did a poll and I get it all the time. People are just like, oh, I just watched watched a video online. Like, can I get another one or do you have a better one or do you have one like this? So it's so funny because guys are just like, they'll just, just message me straight away on OnlyFans and they'll be like, oh, I just watched this video on Pornhub. Can you can you send me the full one? And like they just watched it for free, but they're willing to pay me like 40 bucks to watch it, but like have it on OnlyFans. Like mm. it's so it's so weird how guys work. Um, so I used to like freak out about my stuff getting leaked, but now I'm sort of just like, I've actually got an account with Pornhub and Pornhub contacted me directly. Um, a little while ago because they said for like two whole weeks I was the most searched name across all of their websites. Fuck, so like really? Pornhub, RedTube, like they had a few other random websites. They have five websites which are all under the Pornhub like brand yeah, yeah. and all the sister websites. And across every single one of them I was the most searched name for like two weeks in a row. It was crazy. Then they, they messaged me and they're just like, do you want to open an account and like start making money off this or what? So what they actually started doing is any leaked videos that were out there they were letting get views and get watched and then they were transferring it over into my name and I'd get paid for it. Oh, wow. So, yeah. so does, I always wondered that. So Pornhub pays you for your channel based on views? Yeah. So if you're like a, an official verified person, so they made me an account mm. verified. If you're not verified or haven't been like verified from Pornhub, you don't because that's why I had a lot of people who were saying they were an A Gracie but weren't verified. Mm. And Pornhub said probably what they were doing is trying to get paid. Yeah. So right. some video, one video had like 108,000 views um, and that was just had been up for like 24 hours. And she's just like, we'll let this like grow a little bit. And then it got up to like 300 and something. And then she transferred it into my account. And then I bang got money in my account straight away. So what's how they the, do it. What's the view like count pay sort of it's structure? Shit. It's, it's not, not as good as like OnlyFans or anything. But I think from like that one video, I got like two grand just yeah, from having well, like 300,000 views. So yeah. it's like for me, not even that's like better than YouTube. for someone like uploading it on my behalf and then me getting paid for it. I mean, I can't complain, right? So yeah, mm. I get a couple grand a week um, from Pornhub just because people leaking my shit. And then they've got like a thing that like um, if, if it's not a verified and it's got my name in it. So if it's not through my verified account, but it's got my name in it or my name similarly spelt because people will be mm. cheeky and do like one E or like Gracie with the, you know, AI or whatever, they'll spell it differently. So if it's spelt similar, they'll audit it and check it and be like, oh, yep, like this is, they're trying to be Renee and they'll just transfer it to me. So yeah, I can't complain even more now that my shit gets leaked because I literally get paid for it. Yeah, right. Have you, um, have you heard of Lana the Plug? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I... I follow um, Adam 
like oh, 22 yeah. like her yeah, partner yeah so he's like but he's like one of the podcast dudes yeah. that i like yep and fuck man like that was one of the first times that i'd really seen the i suppose living in la like i kind of met i met a few of the bigger porn stars over there like mm. riley reed and shit yeah yeah and it was um it was crazy to hear them talk about like that essentially it's just you're like a sex influencer like yeah. people want to be attached to the person yeah more than the fucking itself yeah yeah it's that's something like, that i've discovered too like my partner and i obviously do the videos and i'm sort of just like don't really get much of you in it because yeah. like they just want to see like me and like i've tried to uh, something i've learned is like the angles and stuff like mm. that and and the bit that people want to see is that it's true like they sort of want to like it's you that they want to see and it's like a voyeuristic yeah, experience like yeah. you don't really well like there's actually though, there's one couple that i fucking love on Pornhub, and that's leo lulu leo lulu have I you seen know. this shit no i've seen a few like jacqueline hyde and like a few other like is couples. he the dude with the crazy tattoos yeah he's got weird tattoos yeah. all over them yeah yeah only because i try and imitate i'm just like oh this is what we'll try and do and you on only fans they do some good shit leo lulu <laughs> yeah is okay, I'll have the fucking shit. they're like this french couple <laughs> yeah and like she's just fucking gorgeous yeah and um and yeah they always do like they've been doing shit for years but right. i find like that's sort of to what like my point before is like I kind of have a few people that if I do want to watch porn yeah. I'll watch that but I'm kind of invested in them like yeah. it'd be very very strange for me to just watch random porn yeah. I reckon yep. these days and most guys are like that once they find like something that they like that they like they'll just stay there and they'll find similar things but yeah they'll or they'll just randomly go oh, what's new and like search through things but then when they find something mm. that's like it for them and they'll stick on that person or that thing for a little while so yeah guys really like that i've discovered that with only fans like when i started it i originally started it going like oh like you know i'll probably get like 500 people or something and you know 15 bucks a month like you know just a little bit of extra money whatever because i knew that people like wanted that but like you know in my first day i had like a thousand people and i was like what the fuck i didn't know so many people wanted to see me naked <laughs> did you like we, when you went into doing the OnlyFans thing to start with, were you looking at it as though you were going to do porn or were you just going to like show your tits and like more photo shit? And then as you saw the the monetary potential, then yeah. you're like, fuck this. Let's just like milk this shit. Yeah. So I knew what girls were using it for. And to be honest, I didn't never thought I would use it like that. So I knew, I knew girlfriends who were on it and I knew people who were on it and I had done my research and por- I knew porn stars that were on it and followed them and i'm like oh i'd never get to this like no one wants to see that like i didn't really think anything of it i to be honest i didn't even think anyone would want to see my tits to be honest when i did it i'm like there'll be a few creeps out there that'll pay me for it whatever um and so yeah when i did it i had no idea no intentions to really go any further my idea was like my instagram i was already doing like bikini shots and like you know photos that were pretty much nothing on sort of thing so i'm like well why not just show a little bit more and just get people to pay for it and why Mm. not remove that side from my instagram and make it slightly more professional um so then just just for like everyday life like when someone goes oh like you know who are you like oh look at my instagram where here's a photo of my tits on my instagram like it's you know like just to clean that side up a little bit 
you know, my dad said it to me. He was like, oh, I was showing, showing one of my friends, you know, your, your Instagram because I wanted to show him like one of your racing photos. And the first photo that came up was a photo of your tits. And I'm like, well, don't show people my Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and, but he was like, you know, wanted to show one, someone a photo of my car or something. He's a proud dad. Yeah. And he was like, you know, back in the day, my, my Instagram was only car photos, you know. Mm. So he was like, oh, you know, and wanted to show someone a photo. And it's like me and tits out. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll just like clean my Instagram up and get people to pay me to see more of me. So literally I did it and like my first 24 hours I made like 20, 30 grand or something and there was like, you know, a thousand people on there. And then people were like, I had, like again, I had no idea. People were like tipping me, which I didn't know or think people were going to do. And they were tipping me, and they were like, "Oh, you know, like love you so much. Like if you ever decide to show more, mm. like let me know." And people were, you know, messaging me, going like, "When are you going to show more?" And I'm like, "Oh, okay." And then I was literally just took a photo of my tits, sold it for twenty bucks, like made another grand, and I'm like, "Holy fuck! Like this is crazy." <laughs> and then like it just started to progress because I just did what people wanted to see, like and yeah. and I didn't care like what I was doing because it's like, well, at least I'm getting paid for it, and I didn't think that anyone would ever want to see the stuff that they're seeing now to be completely honest because I mean I don't know like whenever I like have sex or something and I see myself in the mirror I'm like oh gross yuck like oh don't look <laughs> so I'm like why would anyone want to see that so I don't know like it's just progressed more and more and more like there's some things that I won't do like there's some stuff that just what's your to to don't uh, list people tell me to like take a video of me shitting so I was like that's definitely a no (laughs) peeing I've done peeing's all right um what like pissing on someone yeah not on someone but just on something or like um just like in the bush or like outside or like public pee or something like that so that's like I don't know it's fine for me because I've had to piss in the bush before so it's like (laughs) might as well film it right um so it doesn't really bother me that stuff um and then like someone yeah the shitting one and then like anal I don't do anal I don't like doing that I was gonna say you probably just don't like anal yeah I just don't like it a lot of people like want me like have you invested in anal though before no like i've done it like once when i was like 18 or something yeah, so and i'm just like no nah. has your partner got a big dick yeah yeah and it's no good yeah. like it's and he hasn't even tried because i just know that i won't like it i'm just not like relaxed enough to like, mm. like and i think in my head now i know that it's like an uncomfortable and shit experience i'm just Anal's like i don't a want process it. though like yeah if you want to do anal with your partner you've got to like really invest in doing like getting anal. there it's right? like it's like a six month fucking thing yeah it's no good it's like step by step and you can get there in the end but it's a fucking process but and I especially just don't if, get you, it. if your dude's got a big dick like it's like a, my vagina's i think is pretty good anyway so it's mm. like why bother like you've already it's got one good hole for dudes, man. yeah it's weird i think they just want to like get in it because it's like something that's like yeah it's forbidden fruit yeah right i think, that's I think what it on is. a deeper level though like for a guy if you've got a chick that if you're just gonna fuck a chick in the ass that you've just met yeah then it's just like you're just trying to fuck a chick in yeah, the ass. but the in terms of, of like a relationship thing i feel like there's a level of like trust yeah that sort of goes into it and if you go like commit to this process of yep. like doing it and then it gets better and then it's like there's a trust that like oh, I'm not going to hurt you yeah. and you know we can sort of work not going to go it. in too hard or like whatever yeah you sort of got to know the person to do it yeah. I know so many people who do it but then again I know actually know more girls who don't mind doing it but I know more guys who actually don't like it like mm. personally as friends I don't know if they tell me that they don't like it but really they, they like do it but I know a lot of guys guy mates who have tried it and 
say like oh, it's not really worth it. Like I'd rather. I think again, it just depends. Like, yeah, you know, it's weird. If you're just gonna, if it's just one night thing, and yeah. you're just fucking a chicken ass. Like, yeah, it's kind of just, just a it. weird, dirty yeah. experience. Yeah, But it's like if you've got like if you're with your partner, and it's like a yeah. thing that you do. Yeah, then then I'm I'm into it personally. Yeah. But yeah. it's a got to be a process. Yeah. it's not just a fucking yeah. See, for me, thing. yeah, I'm, I don't, I'm not for it. I don't know why. I think maybe it's just maybe like for me, I feel like maybe it's all about the girl oh, too, and it's like how you. No, not quite. I think it's like with a girl, it's like how like how you are as well. Like, you know, how you come and how you do things. I think Mm. that all like depends on it. Like some girls can use that for it. But I actually feel like doing anal like hinders me from like coming and like orgasming and that. So it's Mm. like for me, I like... I don't know when I think of anal like when I tried it years ago I'm sort of just like I was so focused on that it like it was shit like mm. the actual sex and everything was shit and I just afterwards it was like no good so yeah. I don't know for me I feel like actual like I think it might just be like me and the way I am and like my body and how I like you know feel things and whatever it is I actually think it like puts me off and stops everything else working I don't mm. know why so yeah I don't like it I have some guys who ask me to film me licking my boyfriend's asshole that's mm. a no because I, I don't like anything going in my asshole. I ain't going near your asshole. So, yeah, there's some people with some weird stuff out there. I think, like, the pooing thing's like a weird thing. Like, I would never. That's, Did you get a lot of feet stuff? Yeah, heaps of feet stuff. Feet stuff's but you so do normal. That shit though, yeah, right, feet yeah. stuff's so normal for me now. Like, literally, there are so many feet people out there. Like, it's fucking crazy. It's actually. I've well, be- I had no idea. I feel like I've become a bit of a feet person because of all the feet people now. Like, I <laughs> look I look at people's feet now. I'm like, your feet are fucked up. Yeah. And then I'll, like, appreciate someone's foot. I'll be like, that's actually. You've got really nice feet. <laughs> so, same with fucking hands. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah. I've had that recently, too, where uh, I've, like, always famously like just fucking feet for like just being on the ground that's it yeah. like I don't, don't like people touching my feet I don't like but then I had a chick with like real hot feet and I was like hmm, you've got yeah. like really nice feet you've got really nice hands yeah. I'm like maybe there is something to this yeah yeah I definitely think so there's there's like layers and levels of like feet people too that I've like noticed so mm. some people like soles soles of your feet is like the big thing like that's the most popular thing so people will literally message explain me explain a complete foot fetish to so- people because I'm not even sure I'm fully across like the spectrum of feet yeah, fetish, so okay, fetish. so if like a foot fetish, so okay, the common things I would get is like people just want a photo of my feet. So they want the tops, they want the toes, and then they want the soles. Then if you want to get sort of like the next step up is the people who like either one or the other. So I have people who are like specifically for toes. So they want like my toes like pressed up on something or like my toes like mm. slipping into a shoe or like my toes freshly painted. So they like Have sp- you got nice feet? Yeah, I don't really know if I've got nice feet. I mean, my shoes are a bit dirty, but... You got little feet. I got little feet. I mean, my feet are always like... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think I've got okay feet. Like, yeah. I don't... I don't I don't know. Like, I don't look at my feet and I think, like, they're embarrassed. I get pedicures, like, every mm. fortnight or something. So they're nice. Yeah, they're, they're, like, they're not, like, super sexy feet, but they're not ugly either. <laughs> I don't think there's such thing as sexy feet. But, um, yeah, so there's the toe people. And then the toe people, I find, always, like, want your toes doing something. So, like, like <laughs> either bent up on my tippy toes or, like, you know, or, like, cross, like, touching each other, like, my toes, my two feet together sort of thing. Um, and then there would be, like, soles. So the soles is, like, the most popular. Like, when I get a foot person, I'll normally always ask, like, what are you sort of wanting? And they'll just be, like, your soles. Yeah, so I want your soles. Yeah, I want your soles. So it's, like, the arch of your foot. Yeah. And they want, like 
because I think <laughs> I've spoken to a few of my foot fetish people is because it's like so smooth and yeah. it's like such an untouched area of your body like that's how they think and so because it's such like a smooth area it's so untouched like it's quite sensitive and soft so that's like what gets them off I think and like most soul people want me to like have my souls like arched and have them like as like arched and like mm. some people call it like they want it to like see all the wrinkles on my souls and then they want me to like stretch my feet so it's like nice and smooth so like again they sort of want them like doing things so like my soul's like two souls together or like one like my toes touching my soles and then like they want me to sit on my feet like where your t- feet are yeah, sort of tucked up underneath yeah, you because yeah, your yeah. your soles get like wrinkly yeah. and like all that sort of stuff so like the soles is like a big thing and i think that's because like foot job videos and stuff like i don't know if you've watched any of it nah. i've done one before guilty of it it's like the soles is the bit that you like fuck yeah, so yeah. it's like nice and smooth and it's like and again like when people like when I send them a photo they go oh your soles look so nice and smooth or they be like, oh they look so nice and wrinkly and oh your skin looks like in such good condition like they really get into like the condition of your souls because yeah. I think they try and like imagine like fucking it I don't know um, and then I think some people are like shoe slash feet people so I have a lot of people who are like, I want your feet like in heels or in a flat. Um, or like, can you take a video of you putting your foot into a shoe and taking it out of a shoe? So that's common. <laughs> um, probably not as common, but it's definitely like, sh- like or like a shoe hanging off. Yeah. Like the shoe slash feet people, they're probably like not far away from the sole people. Like I do get a lot of people saying like, oh, can you slip your foot into a shoe or a heel or something like that? Um, some people might go even a bit further and want me to wear like a specific shoe and have my foot like on a specific angle. I was like, going to say, do you get like Jordan people and shit like that? Yeah, like, like it's mainly high heel people. Like people mm. love high heels, but they want like a red high heel or a black high heel or like a, or some people will be like, they want like a thong or a sandal or something like that. Like they're specific about the shoe. I spoke to one guy who had a foot fetish and I was like, can I ask like how you knew that you like were into this? And he's just like, oh. He's like, I knew from like such a young age. And I was like, how, like, how do you know? Like, to be honest, I don't pay attention to people's feet. He's Mm. like, yeah, but if you, he's like, what do you like about people? And I'm like, oh, you know, like eyes, teeth, you know, skin color. And he's like, so just how you pay attention to that is like how I would pick up feet. And I'm like, Mm. oh, that's weird. And he basically said that like when he was younger, he would at school, he would always watch his teacher's feet. And that's how it started. So he's like, he would just pay attention to like everybody's feet and shoes. Mm. And he said he would walk, he would look and like walk around and follow people walking and like watch their feet and their shoes. And then he said, eventually he just got like so into it that he would like go out to clubs and stuff. And like, he would literally pick up chicks based on like their feet and what shoes they were wearing. Fuck, that'd be an easy way to live. Like just being pleased by someone's yeah. foot. <laughs> I like know, 100%. Right? Like if you could go to a club and you didn't give a fuck what a chick was wearing, like what she looked like. Not, if she just had like nice feet in heels. Yeah. Like fuck, you could you could pull anyone out. But of that I feel joint. like when you think about it, I feel like the way someone's foot is presented in a shoe re- reflects the person, right? Himself, so yeah. I feel like if you have like a specific thing, like you're not going to get a hot chick with like gross as fuck feet and wearing like mm. ugly shoes, right? So yeah, but yeah, he, he said that like ever since he was in school, he had been watching like the teachers in like their high heels or like their small heels. And he's like, he used to watch like his teacher under the desk, like slip his, like her shoe on and off mm. and stuff. So that's what like, that's how it all started. And now he's got like, yeah, he's like he said, he's got a crazy fetish and like buy shoes off people and all sorts of stuff. So God knows what he does. And then I have people who like want to like see your feet in action. So like your foot job mm. people or like your video people, like some people want me like putting my foot in a shoe and out of a shoe. Like some people want like the action of like what your feet can do sort of thing. So some people just want like me literally with my feet together, like touching my feet and like the sound of like my feet, like touching mm. each other and that sort of stuff. So then you've got like 
they're like your then you're getting into the asmr yeah like that sort of stuff like some people um just literally want me to like go up on my tippy toes and then like down again sort of thing so like then there's like that sort of that category of like i mean like in action like sort of you know like doing something like some people want my foot like on the accelerator like accelerating in my car braking stuff like that or just my feet like just literally like sitting on the couch or like me sitting on my feet yeah doing weird shit so yeah foot fetish 101 (laughs) it's so easy and so you can be so quick to like judge somebody for something like that because it is strange to the quote unquote normal but like you, I always just go back to this thought that if I was exposed to every single thought, every single influence, every mm. single uh, act of randomness that the universe presented those people, I would jack off over feet. Yeah. Yeah, I feel when in the beginning, I never really thought feet... I mean, I don't know if I ever thought feet was a weird thing. I think someone asked me, I think the issue was is that not really an issue, but someone's like, oh, can I take, can I have a photo of your feet? And I'm like, oh, what? I'm like, why does this guy want a photo of my feet? That's weird. So you didn't even know that they were a thing? No. And then I'm like, why does this guy want a photo of my feet? Like, that's weird. Like, what's he going to do with it? Is it like, and I just thought like, oh, okay. Like if he wants a photo of my feet, I'll take a photo of my feet. And then I took a photo of my feet and he's like, oh, you've got such good feet. And I was like, oh, thanks. And he's like, can I have more? And I'm like, oh, okay. And then he started like requesting things. And I'm like, oh, like this is really easy. There's a market here. Yeah. Because when you think about it, I would much rather sell a million feet photos than do a fuck video. Yeah. It's so much easier. Yeah. (laughs) And no labor whatsoever put into feet pictures. (laughs) It's really easy to take a foot photo than it is to film like a whole fucking fuck video and edit it and make sure that it's good. So yeah, for me, it was, I was sort of like, oh, okay. Like this guy likes feet. And then yeah, not long after that, I realized it was so common. Now, like ever since I've had OnlyFans, like there's someone's into everything. Like all sorts of people have weird fetishes. So like now I'm sort of like, I look at everybody and I'm like, someone's got some fucked up fetish that they're into. Like yeah. it's without a doubt. Like you would know someone who's into feet. Like someone's probably into I'd like. I'd be into something weird that yeah. somebody else wouldn't be into. Like yeah, everyone's 100%. Got like it's everyone's into something. So I don't really think that it's weird. I mean, some there's the rare ones, like someone like wanting to see me poo and stuff like that. Mm. Like that's no good. Um, but again, like you just got to go back to that thinking that like he's that person he she yeah. has obviously just been exposed to something yeah a thought's been planted in their head and then they've continued to think that thought yeah throughout their life and it's like that's how that's all these things are to people yeah you know? literally I, I don't know why what it is about the pooing thing i mean i'll have it happily pee i think pooing is just like an invasion of privacy not that i have a lot of privacy <laughs> yeah. but it's just like, it's like let me have one yeah thing. how i poo in my own time is how i pee you Girls know like that, yeah right? i've heard <laughs> that and they don't fart either yeah. <laughs> but that's it like i think it's just like the one thing that like no one should really like see or know about i don't know why it's just i feel like i've probably shit on camera what they're just like you know what one of your mates i feel like guys yeah maybe guys are a bit different different, guys like get their dick out and we'll take a piss anywhere and do any of that sort of stuff so i guess that's probably right like i've probably been in the room with my mates and they've just gone and taken a shit but like i mean i yeah i don't know i think like yeah for me it's like the one thing that i don't like really want to share it's like weird that's on you (laughs) it's on me but yeah um but yeah i feel like everyone and now like even when i was like dating before i met my boyfriend too like a lot of things it made me like think about how to like talk to people and approach people differently too because like everybody likes different things and Mm -hmm. everybody sees things differently and i learned that on OnlyFans. like it's crazy how you think about it but like the experience that i got from talking to so many people and like when i would like post a photo or like a video 
everyone's um, feedback on it was completely different. Like everybody saw the video differently, if that mm. makes sense. Like I would post a video and some guy would be like, oh, I love how you did this. And I'm like, oh, I did like, I didn't even know I did that. And then some other guy's like, I love how you do this. And I'm like, oh, like that's weird. Like you can watch a video and everyone sees the video differently, if that makes sense. Yeah, 100%. So like, that made me realize that, I mean, I've never really sort of like paid attention to that sort of stuff before. So I was sort of like, oh, like everybody's pleased differently. So that's that was like one thing that I picked up early on OnlyFans, like to please people and understand that people see things differently is like really important. Mm. And then like I guess in like my dating life and everything, I sort of like the same thing. I'm like how like this person sees me or like, you know, the impression that I make now might not actually be it. So I would always like, I think I just ask different questions and I would sort of like try and make an effort to like – I don't really... It's hard to explain, but, like, I think I was just, like... You just were my, more open-minded, yeah, my, right? yeah, and I was, like, trying to make sure that, like, that person was happy or, you know, maybe you know maybe they don't like this food or maybe they don't want to go here or, you know, maybe they're uncomfortable or whatever. Like, I just think I was more, yeah, open-minded to actually, like, that person's, like, thoughts and feelings and how they were seeing it and taking mm. things in because of OnlyFans, because of, like, the experiences when, you know, I posted a video, how everyone, like, commented on completely different things. And then some people didn't even notice that I did something that other people people's picked up on so it was like yeah really big eye opener and then I would always ask people I'm like what's your what, what's your weird thing like what are you what what's fucked up about you that I don't know yet because <laughs> everyone's got something like mm. weird and fucked up that they won't admit and so I'm like sort of tell me now so I know if it's like I'm into it or I'm not into it <laughs> well and so you're doing that in like real life yeah like dating yeah. and stuff yeah I was just like you know what's what's your thing like what's your mm. what's your fucked up thing that you're into or that you like you like that you're not going to tell me until probably a couple months later so mm. like what what don't you feel comfortable telling me now that like I know you've got because everyone's got something yeah yeah you are right and i think the way that you the way that you would be experiencing people on OnlyFans, it's fully anonymous mm. it's on a place where you're like watching you fuck so like the boundaries are gone yeah like we know what we're there for yeah and it's anonymous mm. so you you'd be in a very rare position of actually really having people tell you what they you know like actually what is going on with them because yeah. there's there's complete anonymity mm. you already know what's there there's probably a level in which people expect that you're just down to fucking hear whatever yeah <laughs> so. literally I, I think there's some people who want to be known there's some people who yeah, will right. literally be like hi my name's here like I live in, I live here and I met you here and like there's some people who want me to know who they are um which I actually don't like I think it's weird like I'd rather mm. the less I know about you the better <laughs> you can know all that you think that you know about me or want to know about me that's fine but like I don't need to know anything about you some people like to share like so many people come for advice like when I'm like doing a video or do something they're like oh you know like I'm trying having trouble with my missus and rah, 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 mm. or I got fired from work or like heaps of people come because they are anonymous and they do like want to chat and like you know sort of have someone to talk to and then I think having someone to talk to as in they can like literally put like a face a name and a body to make them feel a little bit better about it I don't know um and then there's some people who yeah are completely anonymous but then it's weird because like I have like levels of fans and followers like VIPs and stuff and it's such a mix like some of my VIPs most of them like half of them I would like know by name and then the other half I wouldn't so, so it's what, weird what what's the VIP thing like so I've just set up like a VIP on my page so it's basically um 
if you've been subscribed for over six months and if you've spent over six hundred dollars you're you go to my vip because you can create like groups on on OnlyFans. so you go into a vip group and then i have a vvip group um that only that they know about um and it's basically if you've been subscribed for as long as i've been on and you've spent over a thousand bucks then i'll obviously just send you heaps of free shit pretty much because they've spent like a thousand bucks so if they spend over a thousand bucks a month um then i just keep sending them shit basically so Fuck, what some I of them i cannot imagine spending a thousand bucks a month a month on watching somebody else fuck. yeah so it just shows you like what some of these guys are like you know yeah. and some of the guys well most of them like i'm not the only one they subscribe to yeah. like they subscribe to multiple other girls as well so um whether they spend money with them or not's another thing but yeah most of them will have one or two other girls that they subscribe to so um but yeah a lot of my my vvips i would probably say most of them i know but my vips and most of these guys have been since i've started yeah. so they've been on there for ages and pretty much half of them will have like just stupid like fake names like you know like long dick 101 or something like that you know like stupid names probably and has a long dick yeah sure. probably um and then yeah like they'll just talk to me every day they'll unlock everything i send they'll like tip and you know participate in everything that i do but like they, they won't really communicate or talk much they just like to sit on the back and you know just watch everything sort of happen in front of them where i have guys who literally message me every single day and like literally will message me in the morning at lunchtime at night time like just the full want the full experience sort of thing mm. so yeah it's interesting to see like there, there are different types of people um like there's some people who will tip and unlock and i gave one guy like a vip status and he hadn't i went through our messages and he hadn't messaged me once he literally just was literally would probably go on to OnlyFans every day and I sent him saying like congratulations you got VIP whatever and he's just like oh no I don't want this you can give it to someone else mm. and I'm like well no like you've earned it and he's like no I don't need it and I'm like well like I'm gonna send you stuff, stuff anyway like whatever and he's just like okay thanks and I'm just like what the hell like weird right mm. so yeah it's it's interesting like there's so many different characters and people on there Fuck, it's interesting it's such a, yeah it is a trip like you you've got a very unique insight Mm. into the minds of just people in general yeah and i think it's because i have so many followers and they're all so different as well like yeah. you know having over ten thousand. i mean at one stage i had like nineteen thousand, so it was like fucking crazy the amount of people i was talking to in a day like i was hundreds of people i was messaging a day but it's funny because like everyone's like guys are all different but they're all the same at the same time like yeah. it's it's interesting like they all you can tell straight away by how someone talks to you and like how they message you and like what like it's just it's so easy to predict like that that person basically by the first like sentence yeah yeah, yeah. fuck i had I, like i had no idea how deep this shit runs like, i'm getting <laughs> yeah. a full-on education here. <laughs> yeah yeah it's full-on yeah it's like customer service i guess or like it's more than that though because you're really trying to like like when you talk to these people like you got to think like you want to try and get money from them right so yeah. it's like you, you've got to give them like the full service some people are just assholes and i just like can't be fucked with so like the second yeah. they're like rude to me like show me show me your asshole i'm like well how about no and then they're just like well come on like that's what i came here for i'm like fine pay me a hundred bucks and i'll show you it and they're yeah. like what a hundred bucks and i'm like well you shouldn't have been a cunt then yeah. <laughs> like you yeah. know so some people are just annoying um but then there's other people like you know when they message you you're like okay like this person's like he's like i'm so glad to be here like yeah. you know this is my first time subscribing anything like this so you're like okay like you gotta be gentle like going easy with this person like yeah. you can really like tell i mean i don't know if that's how i do it just because like i have 
I guess like with my sponsorship and like understanding of like people, yeah, I sold cars yeah, and shit yeah. like that before. Yeah. I'm like, okay, how am I going to suck out as much money as I can from this person sort of thing? Like I've got a bit of an understanding of like sort of milking people for money, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> sort of runs like <laughs> some like past careers have sort of helped me like get to the, where I am today. Um, I don't know if other girls do that, but it's like you can sort of pick up like when someone signs on, like how you treat them and, and, and how they treat you is a reflection of you can tell like are they going to stick around like they're probably only going to be here for a month like I'm not going to bother or you can tell someone might be like oh ask a few questions before they tip so it's like oh okay like once he tips maybe just send him like an extra freebie or something like that you know just little things like that you sort of got to pick up on and, and hope that you sort of get it right and they stick around and so is it you doing everything pretty much? Yeah, I do everything on my OnlyFans, yeah. Yep. So, like, you're the only one with the login and you're just fucking grinding on yep. that bitch. Yeah, yeah, it's a full-time job, so people don't understand. Like, I tried to figure it out one time. Um, like, my last couple months have been super busy and I tried to figure it out. Like, I think I spend about 60 hours a week on... Just on your Just phone. on OnlyFans, yeah. And that's up... Like, it's not even filming. That's just, like planning content Just, yeah. like and and so you Replying can schedule stuff yeah you can schedule oh, yeah. stuff on OnlyFans. i don't schedule stuff but what i will do is i'll like pre-plan like what i'm gonna send and then i sometimes the only time i schedule thing is if like i'm trying to like if i've got like other content with a girl that i've shared or yeah, like whatever yeah. we, we post it at the same time yeah. um so yeah i um i try my best to just be like live and do my best to i guess be current and be like active i guess in the moment because a lot of people um i know a lot of girls bigger girls over like overseas and stuff like that they're either not as um frequent or active or they have someone doing it for them um so for me my like thing that i I guess that i like like the fact is that i have like full control over like my only fans and what i post and the reason why i don't pre-plan stuff is because i like wing stuff half the time i'm sort of like i know what videos i've got coming but like you know, like I'll be in my car and I'll just like get my tits out and take a photo sort of thing and just upload it just to make it like real sort of yeah. thing. So if you're scheduling stuff, I feel like, oh no. It, it comes across. Yeah, in a way, yeah, it does. So for yeah. me, it's like, you know, just in the car, the traffic lights, just, you know, take a photo sort of thing and then just post it. And then it's like, I feel like when people schedule things, it's like at 6 a.m. or it's 12 a.m. or it's 6 o'clock. Yeah. And me, I'm like, I just post at 9, I'll post at 1, like I'll post that the random as fuck times just because like it's what i'm doing at the time like, sitting on the couch like i'll just take a quick video like all that sort of stuff so i like that side of it i guess i like that it's not really like a controlled thing but fuck sometimes i wish i think i like wish i could plan things and had like yeah, more organization yeah because yeah, like like if i take one day off it'll take me two days to catch up yeah just really. on the messages and shit yeah it gets yeah. pretty full on yeah yeah fuck and and how active are you with like your instagram messages and shit like I probably not at all no like. fuck i do not touch instagram no way it's annoying because like even though my people have to like you have to send a message and have to like approve it or whatever like i have a thousand like i've never read a, a instagram message probably in like i don't know a couple of years <laughs> even when i had like fifty thousand followers like at the start of the year i just didn't do it didn't yeah bother. i was gonna say when i first looked at your shit you had like 30 or forty thousand followers yeah yeah i think i got and up to 49 50 yeah and then up until recently a few months ago it took off and i think that's just because of like my only fans my shit's getting leaked all the time like a few yeah. articles in the paper and it's just gone crazy someone did an article about me in india so fucking got heaps of indians at one stage now it's like in indians people from the uk America and Australia are like sort of my top things and then I get like real random people from like like Puerto Rico and like random yeah. places um, but yeah I've got a lot of people from the UK like 
more than what I realized at the time but yeah heaps of people from the UK um and it's just I think it's just because like articles or where like a video of mine's like gone viral you can always tell because like I check my insights on my Instagram and it's like countries and it changes all the time Mm. and I think it's like current to like whatever article or like what countries are seeing my like videos being leaked online or something probably (laughs) yeah have you got any like so what's your team around you um no one really it's just me like I do all of I do all of everything um I'm I'm quite like creative in a way like I wouldn't say I'm like overly creative but like I'm always trying to think of like doing shit that no one else is doing sort of thing so like I'm always trying to do um and I I think because of like racing and everything like you know racing you're trying to do stuff for sponsors and you're always trying to like please people and stuff yeah and I think I'm trying to do that like in real life as well but no like my team is my sister helps me with the editing of the YouTube videos because she's really good with that um and then every now and then like if I'm too busy she'll help like do a post on Facebook or something like that but other than that like it's just me Mm. you obviously really like to work yeah i'm quite busy actually yeah. i was literally yesterday i was out because i'm doing a competition on like the new car that i got yeah. and um i was out all day yesterday filming and then i got home and literally was gone from like 12 till i think when did i get home four o'clock and then i worked all night until like eight o'clock and then i went to bed <laughs> so i was like emails and just shit yeah. that i didn't get done while i was out so yeah it's uh, like i am busy and it's sort of like weird i was thinking this the other day like i'm, I'm like it's I'm, I'm busy for me like yeah. I'm, I saw I got to look at myself as like a business. Like yeah. I, I'm busy just doing shit for me. If that yeah. makes sense, it's weird. Oh fuck, I'm it's 100% weird. Hundred percent relate. Yeah, it's like, weird. It, you kind of get in this place where, especially like with me with the podcast, it's just me. I'm the only constant. Yeah, you're yeah. there today, another yeah. person's there tomorrow. So like you're this constant theme that mm. runs through the podcast. So like essentially, you just you do become almost like a character in whatever people are watching yeah and i yeah it's definitely a it's similar yeah in the way that you know you're creating content it's around yourself and then just everything's on you the posting's on you and i trust me i understand the grind yeah for me for me it's like all been pretty new like when i was racing my manager controlled a lot of it and then when i stopped racing and he like i let him go it was sort of like who was your manager i had a manager chris jewell was my manager in melbourne he did like lots of motorsport stuff so he managed me for ages like when i was like 13 he picked me up he was like basically my dad pretty much like he looked after me went to melbourne lived with him like he did everything for me and then when it ended with him like he like I was like oh fuck like I've got a Facebook like I've got an Instagram like I've got Twitter like what's my fucking email login like I don't know anything you know so because he did it all for me so yeah it took me a while to to get on top of it and then I think when I ended racing like I didn't really care about Instagram or anything like you go back like there'd be weeks where I hadn't posted like a photo but my following kept kept growing um I don't know why, but people kept following me. And then I like, I think because I, I was posting like not racing stuff, like more personal stuff, like a selfie or something, which I wasn't allowed to post. Like shit just keep, kept growing. And I was like, oh crap, like I need to bloody like improve this or like just keep on top of it. Cause like I have it, like I shouldn't lose it sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's why, like, I, I don't know, like I just had no idea of anything. And then eventually I've just self-taught, self-taught myself and picked up on stuff. And, you know, like I plan my own content and do all that sort of stuff. I've never really had anyone else to yeah help Fuck, it's probably crazy could. what you've done yeah like it's fucking cr- <laughs> like insane what you've built just by yourself yeah yeah i don't really think about it i think it's just because like you're just doing it yeah just doing it i guess like i enjoy doing it and i think i think the only thing 
Well, I, I know. I don't think. I think the only reason why I'm really doing it is just because it's for myself. Mm. Like, it's not like I'm doing it for someone else. Like, it's not like I'm doing it for a company and I'm helping promote this company and they're yeah. gonna they're gonna profit from it and I'm not. Like, it's for myself. So I'm sort of like, oh fuck it. Like, I'll just do it. And you know, there's no loss to it. And I might as well just do it and see how it goes. And that's sort of like my mentality for it. So that's why I just keep keep going. But up until just recently, I was like, oh shit. Now I really have to put a lot of effort into my Instagram because I got heaps of followers. I'm like, oh, now I have to put so much effort in and really have to think about it. But to be honest after a week of thinking like that I'm like fuck I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing mm. like I'm not going to change anything just because of like how many followers I've got so yeah, yeah I just keep doing what I'm doing and I'm cl- kind of glad that I pep talked myself out of that because you know some girls like go crazy and I look at like girls who I have similar following to and I'm like damn like that would suck being so reliant on like mm. Instagram and like that there'd be so much pressure I mean for me I know that I'm reliant on OnlyFans but it's sort of like you know I've made the money like I'm pretty good now like you know I, if, if OnlyFans stopped tomorrow or got banned or something You're like be I'll be sweet for a yeah. couple of years anyway and then I'll figure out figure my shit out so it's like yeah the, the stress and pressure of seeing some of these girls and like you know posting stories and sponsorship stuff and all this stuff I'm like oh god I couldn't imagine doing that I'm just going to keep posting photos and doing what I'm doing mm. yeah there's um there's a there's one I won't name her but one chick that I follow and I followed her at the start because I was like oh she's she's definitely cool um she was doing some podcast stuff and then like the more I've watched her I'm just like fuck you're a mess dude yeah like yeah. you are like I can actively see that you're a fucking mess yeah and that sad. sucks like yeah. I feel she's I'm sure she would be a lovely person yeah but like man and again it's that whole like that whole copy of a copy like it's yep. this digital self that you're just so fucking tripping on like yeah and it's all that's everything yeah like your income is tied to that like everything yeah, that stressful. you are is tied to that and i'll read some of her shit and it's just like um you know the pressures of taking a selfie 300 i'm like you fucking look how you yeah, look man right you don't need to take like that's you doing that to yeah. yourself yeah i'm not asking you to take 300 fucking photos i don't know the difference yeah people lose that kind of perspective of what it is that they're doing like i couldn't imagine like i literally couldn't imagine i was talking to another girl on OnlyFans, and i took a was taking photos and she she literally was like oh do you, I'll, do you want to send them to me and i'll like edit them and i've gone oh to be honest like i don't really edit my photos i just upload them and she's like what she's like do you, do you put them on like snapchat and get a snapchat filter or something and i've gone no not really and she's like, well, what do you do? And I'm going, well, like, I just will normally just change the brightness and the contrast. Yeah. <laughs> like, real rookie. And she's just like, oh. She's like, oh, okay. And and she was, like, shocked. And she's like, she spends, like, seven hours editing her photos and stuff. And I'm like, fuck, like, I couldn't imagine doing that. The only thing I do now is I edit my scars because of my surgery, which is still fading. But yeah. I literally had to Google, like, best editing apps to, like, download mm. to edit, like, scars and shit. But other than that like i just can't be fucked <laughs> so so you didn't think that you would end up fucking on camera when you did the only fan like it wasn't a thing nah. so you just this whole thing has just developed yeah. with the platform essentially yeah. based on what people wanted to see pretty much yeah i just had an open mind to it all really yeah and so what was the internal conversation then that you had the fur like to fuck for that first time or post like that style of shit uh, so my first fuck video was shit because I didn't really know what I was doing. I just sort of was just like, well, here's the phone, like let's film it sort of thing. But I did it with my boyfriend um, and the conversation. So my, I had OnlyFans. The first day we met, he knew that I had OnlyFans. Yeah, so let's just go, let's do the partner. Th- let's talk about how that all came about. Yeah. Because I'm sure that was probably a, 
Like, yeah. I guess some dudes don't give a fuck. Yeah. But... It's one or the other, I reckon. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, like, it's, it's either you don't care or you care. So the day that we met, so we I met through a mutual friend, met him through one of my closest friends, and she was seeing his best mate, or one of his close friends, and we were just we were out to the casino, like drinking, ran into them, whatever. I like, didn't think anything of it. wasn't really... didn't he didn't sweep me off my feet <laughs> to say the least I was not really interested I was like not interested in dating because I was doing only fans and stuff too so I'm like it's going to be really hard and then we just kept in touch but when we were at the casino the guy that she was seeing asked us about like how OnlyFans and stuff was going so from the start like he knew and then when we continued to talk like he would ask me like are you on OnlyFans like you're still doing it like how's it all going so I'm like oh like he kind of knows about it and then started dating started getting serious he still had like no idea what I was doing on my OnlyFans he never really asked he sort of just was like look I like appreciate the hustle like I get what you're doing I get why you're doing it like couldn't give a fuck what you do on it like just don't let it get in the way of anything like don't let it go to your head like don't let it ruin who you are sort of thing and I was like yeah I'm not going to like whatever and we sort of like had a chat about it and that was sort of that and then he it wasn't until probably one of my videos my solo videos got on the internet and Mm. one of his mates was like i was on Pornhub watching this girl and i'm pretty sure she's your girlfriend (laughs) and he's just like what the fuck he's like he's like i just didn't think like that was the sort of shit you were doing i'm like what did you think i was doing he's like oh he's like i I knew that that's what you were doing but i just didn't think like i think it's sunk in for him it's like real when your mates yeah when your mates just like half jacking off to your girlfriend yeah Yeah. right and then he like on the phone he's like i'm just sitting here watching Pornhub, like pulling my dick and your girlfriend's in front of me like what the fuck and so i think like like that sunk into him so then it was like a bit awkward because i'm like well like the money's bullshit crazy and i'm not stopping it for you so it was sort of like a really awkward like <laughs> yeah i'm like yeah well if you don't like it like you can fuck off because like i'm I not like stopping yeah right so and then he was like no nah, it's all good whatever and then um he sort of like realized because after i sort of said like the money's really good i in my mind i'm like i'm never going to pressure him to to do it that's not why i'm with him like i couldn't really give a fuck about like if we do it on OnlyFans or not it crossed my mind like i knew the money would be good but i just i was never going to bring it up to him i was never going to put pressure on him and to be honest i kind of liked that we had like it separate separate, yeah. yeah and i liked that he knew what i did sort of but didn't really like ask or push about it and he was sort of just like you know what i don't know won't kill me sort of thing mm. and i liked that so then eventually I think one day we were just talking about it and then we were just joking like he always just makes fun of me just like what would you do all day just like finger your asshole or something like just jokes about it and then we were just like started talking about it and then um, he's just like and I was like well maybe one day we can like fuck on film for cash sort of thing like just as a joke and he's like how much money do you think we'd make and I was just like really? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, no, like, we don't have to do it. Like, don't worry about it. And he's like, no, like, just out of, like, curiosity. Like, you know, what do you think? And I'm like, oh, I was like, if it's probably going to be a little bit better than, like, my solo videos, I said, I'd probably say that we could make, like, 20 grand. And he's just like, what? And how long will it take to do that? I'm like, oh, probably in, like, 24 hours. And he's like, what? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, is that each or not? And I was like, oh, probably each. And he's just like, what the fuck? So you cut him in on that shit? Yeah, so I give him my call it a co-star fee. (laughs) But um, And he's like, really? And I was like, yeah, anyway. And then, like, we stopped talking about it because I started to feel bad because I don't know why. Like, I don't want it to, like, him to feel pressured like he has to do it because I'm doing it. There's got to be a thing, too. Like, most guys, it's not the, the opposite it's sort of the opposite effect like the guy wants to be like the breadwinner and that sort of shit you know and and it's like as much as it 
you know, you can be cool about it. That yeah. is what the current model of society is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think for him, he was sort of, I think he deep down didn't want to get involved in it either. And, and I just said to him, I said, it's too complicated anyway, just with how OnlyFans pay and stuff. I was like, it's too hard to do. Like, and I said, and again, I was like, I'm making too much money. I ain't halving what I'm making with you, like, just to be completely honest. And then it was sort of left it at that. And then like, I think the next day or whatever, he called me and he's just like, oh, and he's like, so he's like, what do you want to do on the weekend? And I was like, well, and he's like, you want to fucking film for cash <laughs> and I was like oh yeah I don't know do you and he's like yeah let's just give it a go so and then I think I still was sort of like no like it's too hard and I kept pushing back and then and then eventually he's just like let's just do it he's like I don't want to do it you haven't pressured me to do it like I want to do it I want to do it for the money I want to do it with you like I think it'll be fun and, I, and then I had to sit him down I'm like right like repercussions it's probably going to get put on fucking Pornhub it's probably going to get leaked everywhere your mates are probably going to see it on Pornhub like your dad's probably going to fucking see it like you know just stupid shit like that but like real and then I was in the back of my mind I'm like fuck like my dad's probably going to find out about it my sister's probably going to find out about it it's probably going to get leaked on Facebook somewhere and a family friend that I know is probably going to run into it so it was like I sort of thought about it and it all crossed my mind but I really had to like lay it down to him like just so you know like it's not as simple as like fucking on film for cash and getting the money like there's repercussions yeah, there's of it right it, yeah. and he's like no nah, it's all good and I'm like okay whatever so we filmed we filmed it and the first one we did was so shit because like we just didn't know what we were doing and to be honest I just listened to what a lot of other people told me that they wanted and they're just like oh just film it on your phone like you know just real amateur shit which is what people wanted which is what we did um and yeah we sold I think we made like 17 grand each. each yeah 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 in 24 hours and then i just said to him <laughs> like so <laughs> fucked up like, yeah oh, power of the pussy yeah out. right it's fucking crazy <laughs> so that was like that was one of the first ones we did i think we've done another one that was more like a little bit more was close to 20 i think it was like 18 or 19 each um so yeah just and that's why we left it like that's why when i said before like it's just not as frequent like it's just a little bit less yeah. and it is what it is because then we get like good money out of it like some for whatever reason just don't really sell that well like some we've only made like four or five grand each but then others we've like hit big on and i think average is like eight or nine grand each now if i can keep it to like one week if i go a fortnight where i don't do anything and post it it'll go up it'll go to like if 15 you know anywhere around there so my first ones were always obviously quite popular because i hadn't done it before so they were the first ones um but yeah average can be like 10 ish is is pretty good so Mm. yeah in 24 hours and and i basically had to say to him like the shit thing is is that like if we do it like you're going to get a shitload of money but he taps in on like so if i get a subscriber or if i get extra tips he taps in on that because i can't control like i can't filter it any other way so he gets benefits from it so we had Mm. to figure out like i said to him i was like we can manage we manage my sometimes i have like heaps of subscribers so i said we'll manage it like if i get a hundred or something we won't worry but if i get like a thousand or something like i'll minus that off the total um but then he gets in like if someone tips me or whatever subscribes he gets that in the pool that he gets in the 24 hours so that's his luck um but then to offset that is that if someone tips me in the future wants a fuck video he doesn't get any of it i just send it so that's why he gets he gets 50 percent in the first 24 hours which is like pretty good because he gets 50 percent of any money that i make in that 24 hours but then the downside is is he doesn't get any ongoing um like come back from that video or pay back from that video because it's fucking too hard to manage he's just a stunt cock though yeah pretty much yeah that's what everyone says like (laughs) oh are you replacing your stunt cock anytime soon i'm like i don't know fuck you got lucky you got a big dick though (laughs) yeah i know right well that's that's another reason (laughs) that's another reason why i was like we could probably do it because it's like not bad but some people are like oh it's you know some people say like can can you get a big bigger dick 
Mm. And I'm like, mate, it's probably bigger than yours. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, everyone's just like, you know, some people want me to fuck a black guy or like get a bigger dick or some people want me to find, find something more realistic, a bit smaller. Like, you know, mm. everyone wants something different. But yeah, it's actually not a bad dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got fucking Which is good, there. yeah. <laughs> you get some little, little turnip or carrot. Yeah. <laughs> no. like it wouldn't have been my boyfriend if that's the case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Are you a sexual person, would you say? No, not really. See, that's what's bizarre. No. I'm not people think I'm like this walking around like hornbag like just like crazy horny and like I'm like the furthest from it like literally I go to bed at eight o'clock every night like before I met my boyfriend I was single for like two and a half years or something and I hadn't had sex in like nine months so it's not really like a thing for me I could have happily have gone longer so is that why you maybe this shit works for you in a way it's because you just kind of don't you're not that sexual so this you can be very objective about what you're doing yeah I think so and it definitely doesn't get in the way of like my life or anything I can just literally look at it as a business Mm. like I need to do this this and this and I just do it so I think my acting skills have gotten better because of it but like other than that like it's yeah it's just for me it's like yeah, I just do it. Like it's mm. it's some stuff's enjoyable. Like some stuff I like doing. Um, and, but then like I don't really read into like what people say or like comments or anything like that either. Because I just don't get like emotion. Like I'm not invested in it. Like I just sort of do it and then that's it. And then I can literally just like go on with my everyday life outside of my OnlyFans. It doesn't mm. affect me. It doesn't change me. Um, but yeah, I'm like so unhorny it's not funny if mm. that's the word for it i literally and i think to be honest only fans makes me like less horny because it's like you, like you see the reality yeah of sex. and it's just like ugh, and it's just like people send me dick pics like the amount of dicks i've seen i'm just like oh like, like looking at another dick i'm like oh my god and i have to look at another dick <laughs> i can't even imagine that <laughs> it's so fucked up like but it makes me appreciate like when someone sends me a dick pic i'm like this is actually a good dick like well done <laughs> and then someone sends me a shit dick and i'll just say like oh it's got a little bit of a bend like it's a bit short like it's not that good five out of ten <laughs> i wonder how many dudes just genuine like genuinely don't know if they got a good dick though yeah. Do you reckon that's probably part of the dick pic thing? So I like people tip me for dick pics, ten dollars for a dick pic, and it's quite common, like quite common. And I'll find most guys straight away the message that they send, like you can tell. So most guys would be like, "Love you to rate my dick," or like you just know that they're like confident. Fishing, yeah. yeah, they're confident in their dick, right? But then some other guys will be like, "Oh, like you know, if I send you a photo of my dick, like will you give me an honest review?" And I'm like, "Great, he's got it's a small probably dick." Sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, if fuck, you want here an we honest go. review of your dick." Yeah, yeah. So it's like you can tell straight away. And most people, I feel like, when I don't know, I think it's just me, maybe. But most people, when they like, when they ask, like, will you be honest about it? Like, they already know that they got a small dick, and giving them like a nine out of ten because they got a small dick is gonna make them feel worse. So it's like I'll normally just say like, oh, but like this is good but this and like maybe like you know do this or like yeah Yeah, you got a chance to be real good at eating (laughs) pussy (laughs) yeah yeah like yeah (laughs) use your fingers you'll do better yeah Yeah. man you need to you need to really work on some other stuff yeah Yeah. so i normally will try and like give constructive criticism like you know like just if you can't shave shoot three pointers (laughs) like you can still make money yeah (laughs) like i'll try and like be nice to them about certain things and some guys some guys know some guys like oh i was small dick like i want you to tell me if it's the smallest dick you've ever seen like some guys oh, will literally like that's heartbreaking as a fucking man yeah some but some guys like it so there's a thing called um what's it called small dick humiliation 
Yes. It's like a thing. But it's weird because some guys send me like their dicks and they're like real small and I'm like, I can't, I'm not going to humiliate you because you got a small dick. Like I actually feel sorry for you. And they're like, no. What's like the smallest dick? Oh, like I've seen one that's literally like just the head outside. Like you, there's, there was there's no, no like no shaft. shaft. No. No, there was like literally. And he like literally had his thumb next to it and his thumb was like double the size. Mm. Yeah. Fuck. And I, and I literally asked him because those guys who do it they sort of know anyway yeah. and they, like I don't even know if it's a fucking problem or like if it's a thing but like I've probably seen like three or four like that yeah like, are, they, are they called a micro penis yeah I think there's actually like something like there's like a deformity or like there's got to be something because like they're all sort of the same yeah and they're all like they're literally just it's missing. like people with down syndrome yeah it's literally the like they missed the cell or fucking yeah. something right Fuck. so i think there is actually but like there's a thing that's like with down syndrome like that's oh why. really yeah because yeah, it's all the same like yeah, yeah. But i feel like it's the same for this like i feel like there's literally like for anyone who's got a small dick like all of the dicks are the same sort of thing like mm. with the really small ones and um and they all know it and they all sort of like are like I find like the ones with the small ones are always the one who want to like tip me and they want to hear like it's not that small sort of thing. Mm. Like it's not the smallest one I've seen just to like help them. I'm like, yeah, it's small, but it's not that small sort of thing. Like yeah. they know that it's small and they've accepted it, but like, Fuck. yeah, I didn't even know it's full on. Like it's a bummer. And then I get some guys who have shit dicks and I'll be like, yeah, it's like a six out of 10. And they're like, fuck off. This is like a nine. And I'm like, mate, that's not a nine. It's like, easier to live your life knowing it's a six <laughs> than thinking it's a nine. Yeah. Right. Like I'm like, you're probably talking such a big game to so many girls yeah. online and then they're going to come in. Like it's like bent and like crooked or got like a fucking zigzag in it or something. <laughs> like it's just gross or um, it like hangs down and like, it's just fucked. It's disgusting. Cause that's the thing is like, when you got porn you just see good big dicks right yeah so like and it's kind of fucked up if you don't have that right if you don't have like, like if a you good can't one. relate to a good dick yeah then it's like you sort of don't because that's probably the thing is like that they probably don't really know what's out there because you're only getting you want to talk about like female beauty standards yeah how about the fucking dick standards <laughs> yeah of right porn? they're all the fucking same literally literally and i feel i do feel sorry for some guys because some guys like if they've got like a bend or like it goes up down left or right like some guys will be like self-conscious about it mm. but it's like i don't know like bends and stuff are all right but there are just some out there that are like just gross like there are some that like start real big and like go real skinny and yeah. like just weird ones yeah. and they're the ones that i don't like but yeah i've had a few people who have been like a six or a seven and because I have seen so many, like, I feel like I'm a very fair person. Like, if you've got a good one, I'll tell you you've got a good one. If you've got a shit one, I'll be like, it's it's not the best one that I've seen. Fuck, here's an it's app. It's no I, good. Like, there's an app in this. Rate my dick. <laughs> Rate my dick. I feel like we, I feel like that's what we should <laughs> no, do. No, because I hate looking at them. <laughs> no, but I'm not saying you have to personally look at them. But I'm saying, like, maybe we get some OnlyFans creators. Maybe, maybe it has, a like, a, a template. And if it doesn't fit in the template, it, you're, like, rated off at, like, girth Ooh, and, yeah, like, length yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah right. Because, man. But it's not even OnlyFans chicks. Like, the amount of chicks that I've been with that have said, like, the dick pics they get is fucking out of control. Oh, Just, yeah. like, every chick is inundated with dicks. Yeah, every every girl would have got, like, a dick pic of some, like, description along the lines. It's just what it is. Like, I, I, I hate, like, when I used to, like, date and stuff, like, even when I was, like, dating people, like, if you send me a dick pic, like, you're going down in my books, right? Like, if you send me, even if we're, like, ter- talking dirty or, like, something, if you, like, have sent me one and I'm not asking for it, like, you are, like, nowhere, you're out. Because, like, dicks are gross. I also don't like to see dicks before I, like, get to it. So it's, like, 
if you sort of spoil the surprise, I'm less interested. Mm. Even if it is a nice dick, I'm sort of like, well, I've seen it now, so it's like shit. Like, mm. I, I'm not really interested in it anymore. Like, I would have been excited to see it beforehand when I was coming over, but now I sort of like know what I'm getting in for. I can wait until next week sort of thing. Like, that's how I think. Mm. Um, and so it's like if you send me something that I'm not asking for, like, it's like, no. Nah. So, yeah, like I'll literally like stop talking to someone if they do it. And they could be doing everything else right. Like my boyfriend didn't send me a dick pic. That's probably why I ended up talking to him longer than probably what I thought I would because he just didn't do any of that CD shit. So, yeah, for me, it's like the people who send it to you when you don't ask for it and the people who send it to you thinking that it's going to be great are the ones who are just like, mm. it's just no good. There's a weird thing with um, this whole world is that I think it it – it gives people an outlet like i'm sort of glad these kind of platforms exist in the sense that like there's some desperate guys out there like yeah. that just they can't get chicks or like imagine being a dude that's got a dick like what you said right so yeah. just the head and then you're going out to a bar and then you find a nice girl like yeah fuck yeah like, can you imagine that shit and, it, yep. and it's all it's all well and good like in theory it shouldn't matter yeah you know like you're a good person you're this you're that whatever yeah. like that's all well and good but there's some certain physics behind this shit that yeah. you know certain people want like need certain things to feel good it is what yeah. it is but like if there's no outlet for these guys to to express any of this frustration or mm. you know any of the sort of shit that they've got going on internally and like have you ever heard about japan or like have you ever been to tokyo or yeah yeah, yeah. i went there actually a couple of years ago like have you ever heard about like the repressed sexual culture that they've got in japan because everything's so censored yeah yeah and i remember going porn into censored. a sex shop and it yeah. was censored yeah. and i remember watching like up on the top level they had porn and it was all censored and i remember that they had like dildos and stuff but they had like covers or like the dildo section was like blocked like you had to like go through like sheets or something to get in there like they weren't just openly like mm. laying around in the sex shop because it was like dicks and like stuff were behind the curtain sort of thing it was really weird but then like they had like there was girls and like stuff and they had like their tits out and stuff so it was like sort of weird mm. yeah but that so that there's like a culture in like it's like a japanese culture it's very sexually repressive but mm. then some of the weirdest sexual shit, shit yeah. happens in japan yeah and i feel like the more repressed uh that you try and force on like the more i guess like just repression that you try yeah. and put around sex or any kind of taboo yeah like the more taboo you make something you kind of the further you go left the further right yeah it springs yeah and it's sort of for guys that don't have an outlet or can't really like get girls or whatever mm. like this there needs to be a place for that yeah to, to and a place where there's you're not getting ostracized you're not getting judged you're not treated differently like that's the one thing you sound like you treat everybody nice and you're very nice to the people that are nice to you yeah and there's probably you know a guy with this that's a fucking tiny dick like there's probably not a, a lot of girls being nice to him yeah you probably know not, yeah and it's sort of important in a way and i think that that's sort of one of the things that frustrates me with the criticisms of these kind of platforms is that it's yeah. like we fucking need this shit yeah. man like there's there's fucking people out there like there's so many weird fetishes that guys have yeah. like guys <laughs> that like to be extorted guys mm. that are married that want to be um like financially like have like financial extortion mm -hmm. and guys that want shit fucking mailed to them it's like if none of this shit exists yeah and you can't be a guy that's got one of those like 
dude's probably super fucking normal. Got yeah. Good dude, nice, yeah. like, good dad, great husband, weird as fuck. Yeah. And he can't express it to his wife yeah. or he can't express it to whatever. So he goes online, yeah. finds some fucking chick, orders her panties, pays for her to, like, piss on some stuff. Like, yeah. And then he can <laughs> yeah. go about his life. But yeah. it's like, imagine if there was no outlet for that guy and yeah. he couldn't do anything. Like, that's a pretty sad existence for that person. Yeah. And I think that's what I picked up from the very start was like, there's so many different people, like the, the foot people and the stuff that I got, like straight off the bat when I started OnlyFans, I was like, oh fuck, like, okay, like if this person wants that, then I'll give it to them. And it was sort of like understanding that everyone's different. Like what I said before about how everyone looks at a video and how everybody mm. interprets shit. Like everybody, like it's the platform that everybody is like, everyone goes for the same thing but is pleased differently if that makes sense so it's like it's so important to make sure that everybody's getting that like i've sent like bikinis and undies and stuff like that because there's people out there that want that stuff so um and i'm understanding to that and you know i do subscribe to a lot of girls um only fans page like just for research and my own sort of understanding and a lot of girls don't really like they're all quite it's all about them 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 like they don't reply to messages they just send out photos and stuff all the time like they don't spend the time for the fans and stuff like that so um it's quite easy because it can get hard so it's quite easy for them just to think that only fans is just about them but yeah it's not really like yeah I, I know some people quite well on my my only fans that i've been messaging since day one and i also know a lot of people who you know who for example haven't like there's one guy who's had been on my page for a while and he hasn't had sex in 12 years <laughs> purely because he like doesn't want to have sex with anyone he wants to have a sex with like a girl that he likes and he just can't find a girl that he likes so you like so he's just like that's not and he's not like unnormal yeah, yeah like he lives in sydney like normal dude like lives works in a warehouse like not no like there's nothing weird or creepy about him like he's just a normal dude but he's just like literally can't be fucked to fuck another girl who's just like for no reason and mm. he just literally like doesn't have sex <laughs> so it's like okay whatever floats your boat like I was like that I went nine months just recently so it's mm. like I'm, I'm the same the I couldn't be fucked like I'm just just yeah like oh this just thinking the- about dating and shit I just couldn't be bothered well yeah this has been the longest I've gone without sex in a long time yeah because it got fucking like I think and especially like living here like on the Goldie mm. I live in Burley like right in Burley yeah and it's just like I just see this constant parade of guys and chicks and trying to fuck and, you know, yeah. you get around certain guys and all they're talking about is who they fucked and who they're trying to fuck and they fucked yeah. it. And it's just like this. And I mean, man, when I lived in America, I was fucking bad. Like, yeah. it, I was had an accent, you know, yeah. going out, lived in Hollywood. It was a great time. Mm. And I look back now and I'm home and I'm working a lot and I'm just like, fuck, man, like the time i wasted on yeah. this shit yeah yeah you know it's and crazy. it's like all i've got now is stories to tell other fucking horny dudes yeah that's it yeah i have so many guys like message me like reach out to me and go oh, like you know i've been talking to this girl and like she won't come over like what do you think i should do i'm like just fucking relax like you don't need to get her over like mm. she's obviously not coming over because she doesn't want to do it like she obviously feels pressured or something you know like you, you tell these guys and so many guys feel the pressure to like to fucking to be like because i think they're talking to me and they think because like i'm fucking all the time on film and they're watching it like they think that i fuck all the time yeah and that i'm like some guru but it's just like just chill like i don't fuck all the time like and even if i wasn't with my boyfriend trust me i would not be fucking like it's like the last thing on my mind because it is time consuming 
and I like hate giving that like I think maybe without sounding like stuck up it's because of like who I am like I don't want to give anyone like that title Mm. (laughs) like if that sounds bad like I'm just gonna fuck anyone for the sake of it like you've got to be like pretty like important to me or like pretty up there to like get anywhere near me let alone to be able to like have that like intimate relationship with me I don't know I've been thinking the same I it's like I'm so up so I'm, I'm, not, not even, yeah. I'm not even up myself but it's true though because like it is like once you give that away to someone like you know they could go to their mate and go like oh yeah she fucking put out pretty easy like you know like it t- t- takes one person to fuck like ruin everything in your reputation so it's like can literally can't count on two hands and have like leftover fingers on how many people i've slept with so it's like mm. i don't like fuck anyone for the sake of it because it's just i just can't be bothered but for guys it's a lot different i feel like there's a big pressure to like there's fuck a social all the time there's a social currency involved in it and uh it there's definitely like this alpha male kind of hierarchy and look i'll be completely honest like it was impressive to people that I wanted to impress. Mm. Like it, it, there was a means to it, and yeah. like yeah. I'd go into a, I'd go into a club with like big business people mm. that I was like mates with, trying to get contracts with. Like we're all friends, and it was this kind of thing, and yep. they, they were responsible for providing us with a lot of work. Yeah, and I'd be like, Just who? Tell yep. me who? Yeah, Tell, what what chick are we talking to? Yeah, you know what I mean. And it became this fucking thing that we did, and there was a currency involved yep. in that shit. Like yep. I got fucking clout. Yeah, based on that shit, yeah. and it fucking helped my career. Yeah, and <laughs> it's how it is, though. You see, I hope I don't sound like a fuckhead. No, I mean I, I was in like, my twenties as yeah. well. No, I feel like for guys, like I have a lot of guy mates from like racing and stuff that I've been friends with for ages. So for me, I'm sort of like used to. Like that I would culture. have, yeah, I would have mates who like literally it's like, what, what Tinder date are you going on this week? Like who are you fucking this week? Like it's, I'm like sort of used to it. And I get that. Like, I think guys, I think, I think I've had, I had a lot of time to think about it. I think guys go through like a, cause they mature a little bit later and stuff. I feel like every guy like has to like the whole fucking thing is like something that like makes them mm-hmm. like, I feel like if like even you know like your time you know overseas like that made you like in a way like it made you realize that you don't want to do it and I feel like for some guys it might take only three chicks to realize that I feel like some guys it might take 50 some guys it might take you know 100 or 200 or some guys just don't get there and some exactly that's the thing though like some guys are still searching for it because you know that's the only thing that makes them feel good about themselves because they don't feel good about themselves any other way than when they're balls deep in another chick you know so it's like I feel like every guy has that thing to like make themselves like feel feel good or like find themselves and everyone goes through every guy goes through when they're like 20 because it's like you know you're you're a male and you're sort of like in this world and it's sort of like you're looking for something and some guys find it sooner than others there's a validation that comes into it as well you know and like i definitely would you'd have like oh this is the kind of girl you can get Mm. and then you literally just based yourself like the image of what how you looked to the outside world yeah based on that like yeah this is like a one-to-one if i bang this chick that looks like this and has got this and is this person and whatever then that instantly bumps me up yeah to there but it's just fucking super shallow it's yep. super hollow and then it's just never enough yeah because then who's the fucking next chick yeah and then you're like, oh, yeah, bang this chick with 300,000 followers. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a weird game. That, yeah. And that I feel like everyone played. goes through, like guys go through that, especially chicks. Chicks go through it in a different way with them, like with their like pecking order and stuff. It's yeah, like a bit it different. For chicks? Oh, for me, I'm, com- I'm like the, the 
sort of the wrong person to ask because I'm like don't really classify myself a chick half the time I like grew up with the boys when I was when I was younger but I feel like for girls their validation is more like within themselves and I feel like it's who looks the best who and it's not just who they're fucking it's like what boyfriend they can have and who they can actually secure and get treated yeah and and how they actually can secure that guy and how he looks after her and and all that sort of stuff so it's not not necessarily about who you're with but it's like the one that you are with how good they are and you know how they treat you how much money they spend on you like you know what they're doing to Mm. you or for you and and then also it's like you know I think when like when I went to school and stuff it was all about like the job that you had and the boyfriend that you had like made you like cool like Mm. if you know if you had a boyfriend if you went with him in school and you were with him for ages like you were cool because you had a boyfriend for ages and you know you had a really good job and you were getting a good job out of uni or whatever and you're still with the same boyfriend like people thought more of you or whatever I think that was just the school that I went to and that means like I didn't have a boyfriend and I fucking didn't have a job I was racing cars so it's like I was like everyone was like looking at me like what are you doing with your life like sort your shit out (laughs) so for me I think my growing up was a bit different and I think just being part of the boys but I think like girls these days especially it's like yeah if you have a boyfriend how like who that is how the well they take care of you how much money they spend on you and that sort of shit I think is more like pecking order like Mm. so many girls out here like getting boyfriends spending heaps of money on them flexing fucking in their AMGs and stuff and it's just like that's what makes them cool I Mm. guess which is like weird the the weird thing is is like it's we're not in control of the imagery that we see Mm. so like for for example I was never like a butt dude yeah ever (laughs) ever yeah wasn't a thing you look at all my girlfriends Mm. that I've had and I've fucking dragged out all luck I've had a million um, <laughs> like my my probably four long term girlfriends that I've mm. had all look pretty similar yeah like very fit like just literally similar build to me yeah if that makes sense yeah you know? fucking last time got single Instagram just want to fuck a chick with a nice ass yeah first time in my life <laughs> and I, I literally was like dude you fucking you've literally been like you've been changed mm. the things that you now find attractive yep. have been changed you yep. never thought this was attractive before yeah all i can put that down to fucking instagram yeah <laughs> like what else yeah you know you get told what is yeah what's good and what you need yeah it's true it's true i think i again I've, i'm probably not i don't really give a shit like you see like for me i i I follow a lot of other girls and you know I wouldn't say I'm really influenced by a lot of other girls but I follow a lot of them to see what they're influenced by and then try and like make my page like appropriate to Mm. like follow so they follow me sort of thing I don't know like I try and like copy not copy but try and be current I guess you could say but I find a lot of girls will literally like you post one girl who sort of like is semi-influential and she'll post someone and then all of a sudden or something and then all of a sudden everyone else sort of like copies and like follows Mm. and it's and then all of a sudden i'm following like five people and they're all posting and doing similar shit so i sort of get like how that's how it's easy because it's like one person's doing it then all of a sudden heaps of other influencers are doing it and then all of a sudden all i see in my feed is like similar sort of shit you know so it's like it's easy to get like influenced or told but to be honest like 
if I like followed half the chicks that I like follow on Instagram, like they're all fucking skinny, like size six, like anorexic looking. And it's like, here I am getting a BBL and trying to like put weight on and look fatter and thicker. And But that's a fucking thing now too. Like I was never into that and I'm into that shit way more than I used to yeah, be. Yeah. I feel like it's still becoming like, I feel like I still get a lot of slack because people think that I'm like fat. I think mm. maybe it's because my demographic maybe is slightly like older. Like I am still in that 30, 40 year range. I still have a lot of them. I have a lot of 20 guys in their mm. 20s who like it but then i have a lot of guys that are that little bit older and i think they're that older demographic where you're 30 40 you grew up thinking that size six was like skinny but like i look at some I feel chicks like i'm right on the verge of that yeah and i'm like just being <laughs> yeah you, know, you take a little bit longer to get there like i'm not the bay watch kind of <laughs> yeah like that to me if i if i could probably go back to what was hot to me back in like or when i first realized what hot was yeah literally this is fucking Britney Spears, yeah. Christina Aguilera, yeah. Pamela Anderson. Yeah. That's fucking what hot was to yeah. me in terms of what I got told. Yeah. So that's sort of like the body. And I feel like there's some girls like floating around Instagram now that are still like that super skinny like look. And to be honest, like I, I've never, like I know that I'm not skinny, but I've never wanted to be skinny. Like mm. a lot of people, like when I raced and stuff, like everyone was like, you need to be skinnier. You need to be, I'm like, fuck that. Like, I don't want to be skinnier. Like, I don't want to be any smaller than what I am. Like, what's, I've, the, what's the thinking there? I don't know. Like, I just never. Just like to eat. Yeah. Like, I just, <laughs> I honestly look at skinny people and think like, life must be hard <laughs> like i don't know like are you, are you strong like do you feel good like i look at super skinny chicks and i'm like you can't really like i don't know like i've like i'm well fed and i'm like strong i'm happy like i you know i'm i don't really get tired that much like i'm mentally fit like physically i feel good i'm strong like i don't have any issues with how i am now right mm. and it's sort of like i look at girls who are like skinny and like probably skinnier than what they should be and i'm just like fuck life must be hard like you must be like you must have cloud like you thinking must be cloudy like something's yeah. got to be up like to be you can't function at like being that skinny so for me it's sort of like i look at skinny chicks and i think it's gross and i feel sorry for them a little bit i'm like there must be something that like you there must be repercussions to looking like that sort of mm. thing i know some girls are naturally skinny. i was gonna say like me i I literally yeah. eat a block of chocolate a yeah. night. No yeah. shit. I know some people like you just can like do that and yeah. it's fine. And I get that some chicks are like that. But then I also see chicks who are like. They were killing themselves together. Yeah. And they're all posting in the gym and they're like super like all about fitness and health and all that sort of stuff. And I'm like, man, like it must be taking a toll on you. Like it would have to be. Mm. And then I look at some chicks who are like naturally skinny and I'm just like, lucky you. But I guess it just depends the reason that you're doing it. Because yeah. it's like if you're if you're going to the gym every day just to look hot. That probably is a torturous process. Yeah, this would be fucked. But I can imagine. if you're going to the gym because you're a fucking beast and you love to lift and you like that shit and it's not about the, yeah, you know, there's else. not like a result, then yeah. do what you want. Yeah. But I guess it's just like, what do you influence? Like, what what is the influence that is behind you trying yeah. to be X or Y, you know? Yeah, I, I just, I've never liked the skinny frail look not because i can't get skinny i mean like if i've just never had the like my sister for example she would wish that she's a size six tomorrow mm. like she would do anything to get there but she's not like mm. me like i would like happy to be a size 10 or a size 12 like any day of the week like yeah i think that's better i don't know why it's just and i like 
I look at guys too and I look at some guys on both ends like super skinny guys and I'm just like well you know obviously you're that's just who you are and then I look at some guys who are like you know big and they're just like oversized and just look ridiculous and I'm like man that must like suck like Mm. to be have to feel like you have to you have to get that big for what like what are you getting that big for? Like, why do like you back? Gym yeah, like yeah, just yeah. massive dudes. Like, why? Why you have to take that many steroids? Why you have to pretend that it's the BCAAs or whatever that you're taking? Like, why are you gonna get there? It's like, that good protein. Yeah, right. It's all the eggs that you're drinking in the morning. Like, yeah. well, I feel sorry for them too. It's the same thing. Like, you see, and I feel sorry for guys who follow these guys and like think that that's like normal. Yeah. And you see some dudes who are just like huge, and they're just all day in the gym, like taking all these supplements and stuff. And I'm like, how? Like, how can't you not feel like how could how do, how does that make you feel good? Like knowing that you just have to go to that extreme. I don't know. Like, yeah, but then so if you want to talk about that, just to play devil's advocate here, what about like doing a Brazilian butt lift or fake tits or fake anything for that matter? Then yeah, I guess it's sort of the same thing. But mm. I feel like for guys, it's like that at something like that. It's like when do you sort of stop? Mm. I mean, it's probably different for me because I could probably say the same thing. But I know when to stop. Like I'm sort of like it's not like I've like I went too big or anything like that so I guess it's a bit different and they probably think that they're not going too big either but you see some dudes and they're just fucking massive and you're mm-hmm. like whoa like when like when's enough yeah enough. like how like you just take a week off the gym and just relax a little bit yeah <laughs> so it's, it's probably like I know that there's some chicks out there that probably go past the point and pro- people probably think I've gone past the point too but yeah it's probably the same same sort of thinking but some guys who just like religiously in the gym and like trying to like find that like thing that makes them feel good I think I don't know and then it's the same with chicks they're sort of like trying to find that thing that makes them feel good because of the way they look or something I don't know if it's religious and and you can sort of see that they're like trying so hard to like have this image is when I sort of feel sorry for them yeah yeah I think that it's definitely people should be able to do what they want to do yeah just yeah and and even if you are doing it out of insecurity Mm. that's still your right to do that yeah but I feel like people should just be try and be objective yeah i feel like if there about, wasn't social media and stuff there's a lot of people that would probably go a lot less further yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> there'd be a few, there wouldn't be as big guys out there and there wouldn't be skinny chicks out there i think people would relax a little bit well then too like someone like that's just doing as good as you mm. out there has got to make people think like fuck i could do that too yeah yeah you I know guess, so yeah. it's like i guess it's just I guess it's just the way that fucking shit is. Yeah. You know? Like you see people out there that have got a thing. I guess people just need to realize that they're enough. Yeah. Yep. I think that's why I'm like, I think I'm pretty lucky. And I think that's why some people like me is because it's sort of like, I give that like vibe that I'm sort of mm. pretty chill. Like don't really care. Like don't really care what people think. Like fuck if I you cared. You do come across like that. I will give you that. If I cared what people think, I would hate to think like, I probably would have killed myself by now. I was going like, to say, like, have you had any, like, real down days through this whole journey? Not really. I think the the biggest thing um, would be probably when I um, started racing Bathurst. Um, I think the, the own – I think it wasn't Bathurst. I'm just trying to think when it is. But I remember um, the – I went through like a thing where it's like I was trying to so everybody thought because I was a chick that I got things handed to me on like a silver platter but it actually was the complete opposite like I actually had to work a lot harder and I had to prove myself a lot more mm. and everyone's like oh fucking whatever like you got long hair and tits I, like I was you got say, given things there's, right there's probably 
literally the again the further left you go like the more that you probably did get given because you were a woman mm. then on the opposite spec there is an opposite to that yeah so the benefit that you got from that there's some other shit that would have been way fucking harder yeah so like, it, it I all got, offsets i got attention and a lot of people would like stop and look but then like i had lots of people like i had opportunities given to me because i was a girl but then i had a lot of opportunities that people would never give me because i was a girl yeah exactly so it's like people think that i got every opportunity under the sun and i was so lucky but it's actually i find being a female when I was racing it was so much harder to get people to take me seriously and once people took me seriously it was I would generally found it was an okay relationship or would develop into a good relationship like what I had with like my major sponsors Mm. but in the beginning like to get there and for them to like take me seriously and for them to like come on board probably took more like they would ask questions that they probably wouldn't ask a boy like Mm. you know uh, you know are you dating anybody are you planning on having a family like all that sort of shit you know so it's like I got asked and, and would probably get put to a test more than what any other male probably would have and I think I went through a stage where when I had Bathurst and everything, like no one really knew how hard that deal was to put together. And everybody thinks like when 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 I race, like we'll go in there to win. Like fucking as if I'm going there to win a Bathurst 1000. Like we're literally just doing it for attention, doing it for sponsorship and hope that we can raise enough funds to do it next year. Like mm. people don't really see the side of it. Um, and people like supercars, motorsport, a lot of sport is advertising and is and is money making and is you monetize from it as much as you can. A lot of people don't realize that. Um and I think I went through a stage where it was like I got so over like people thinking that things were easy like my racing schedule and my results were critiqued more than anyone that anyone else that I knew of so like when I went to Bathurst and went to everything like they set like if you're not this far off the pace like we're not going to be happy like mm-hmm. they set like goals and stuff for for me to achieve which they weren't setting for anybody else so it's like they were pretty much like yeah you're a chick but like people are probably going to think you're shit so you can't be shit so here's the fucking what you got to do so so it's like which you probably just wanted to be good anyway yeah but it's like (laughs) it's like do you think i'm going to do this and be shit at it like it's like what do you sort of think so i think i went through a stage and then like when bathurst came like people throwing beer cans at me and telling me to go kill myself and stuff like that that's that's when i was sort of like just over it i didn't really take it personally because like I'm not going to listen to somebody who doesn't like have any idea of what's going on um but I'm more just was like why am I doing this like why the fuck would I like why am I like putting all this time and effort in going all this effort like doing all of everything I physically can to get fucking beer cans thrown at me and get people like tell me that I'm shit and go kill myself so it's like it's like literally just what's the point like I'd rather just go work a normal job nine till five and just have no one know who I am and not get beer cans thrown at me so I probably went through a little like thing where I was just like it's not worth it um but again like I think I just never really like cared what people think Mm. I don't know it's just how I've grown up I don't know like even like my comments and stuff when I was young that's why my manager never let me run my Facebook stuff but I would still go on and read all the comments and I find it funny I don't know why Mm. I think I think my thinking is is that I love the fact that someone can not like me so much that they have to comment yeah like that's like the ultimate power that's how I look at it I don't know that's how I've always looked at it that I have such control and power over these people whether they like me or not that they actually have to uh, tell me how much they don't like me and it's like they think they're winning from being mean but really I don't even know who this person is and I've actually won because you're commenting on my shit anyway so it's like that's how I've always looked at it I don't know why I don't know how that sort of thinking process got into my head but I've sort of always thought 
whenever I've read something mean, this I'm like, I laugh because I'm like, this person probably thinks they're being real nasty. But like, really, I just feel so good about it because it's yeah. like they hate me that much and they don't even know me that they have to comment and tell me how much they hate me or how useless I am. So it's like... For me, it's actually like I read it and I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, like sucked in. Like sucks that you feel that way about me and I'm not even trying to make you feel like that. It's sort of how I look at it. Yeah, it, that is the perspective to have. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I first, uh, my first big episode of this, like the first episode I did that had over 100,000 downloads, mm. uh, I got fucking roasted. <laughs> like so fucking torched. It was out of control. <laughs> and it was with Chad Reed and it was just like yeah. that guy was my fucking hero growing up and then everyone thinks I'm a fuckhead and that Chad doesn't like me. I was just like and I just was reading it and literally it took me one episode and I was just like, Oh fuck this. Yeah. Fuck this. Yeah. I can't I can't live in this place. Yeah. People ask me all the time, they're like, What do you think about the comments? And I feel like I feel like sort of saying like, well, like, what do you think about it? Like, what, like, what's, why are you reading it? Like, what are you getting out of it? Because I think people don't realize that I think what they're getting out of it is they're getting some sort of satisfaction, whether it's making themselves feel Mm. better about the person who's commenting or whatever. But it's like, when I look at it, it's the same thing. Like when I read the comments, like I'm like, I'm doing it for, I'm reading it because I want to feel good about myself or, or laugh or like whatever. Some people think that you go into it like, I don't know anybody who reads their comments because they want to feel sad or down. Like if you're scared of reading comments, you just don't read them, right? And then like if you have a bad experience like you where you're like fucking getting roasted, you just don't read them again and you sort of give yourself a bit of time to recover and you read them again, right? So I think for me, it's like if I ever read my comments, it's like I don't go in there like trying to get upset or like yeah. thinking that people are well, mean. You, sh- you shouldn't even want to go in trying to be happy about yeah, it. Yeah, it's like I, I just sort of read just to see like some people like I actually really like reading my comments or comments on stuff sometimes because I think some people are really funny. Mm. Like some people yeah, that is are true. so creative with yeah. their comments. Like I actually get like I read a lot of comments from other shit too because yeah. I actually get like some people are so funny I'm like fuck this person deserves a medal like some people that like some people are so creative I've actually run a competition ages ago on my uh, Facebook when I was racing because I used to love some of the comments that people would say I actually ran a competition and I think I uploaded like a photo I'm like best comment wins and I still do it to this day like on my OnlyFans and shit because it's like some people the way their Fucking minds funny, work yeah. are just so clever yeah it's my favourite YouTube is the best yeah YouTube, <laughs> YouTube for whatever reason just has these Fucking gangsters yep. that can just say the funniest <laughs> shit. Like when I was filming in America, we we did this one shoot, um, and our audio dude fucked up. Mm. And then the first comment was, "Was this recorded on a toaster?" <laughs> and I'm just like, "You fucking win. You win. Like I can't, I can't, I could not have thought of that, and I can't fucking beat that." Yeah, it's like, so good, so good. Some people are so creative. My sister, I actually get her on it sometimes because every now and then, like, she'll read a funny comment and like she'll send it to me, and like I'll find another funny comment and like we'll have like comment offs like we'll try and find like the best comment sort of thing it's so funny and then even like just on random shit like she'll be scrolling through like youtube and she gets into like the black hole of youtube and she's on like this random video and she'll literally like screenshot and send me this comment that someone said and it's just so funny so when i go on my stuff i literally that's one of the main reasons why i go on like to see who's funny as fuck and like who's written something really funny because some people like in motorsport i find like they always refer back to like events and like, you know, like yeah. things that have happened. And so it's just always interesting to see like how creative someone can get. So yeah, for me, my comments, 
Uh, my sister like tries to make me. She's like, you should be more interactive on your comments and stuff like on, that. On like Instagram, or yeah, yeah, or? on Instagram, and like I can't do it. Like I, I, I did it. If you're doing sixty hours a week on OnlyFans, yeah, yeah. If I'm, you ain't got time. Yeah, she's like, you need to like reply to people. I'm like, if I reply to people, I'm just gonna fucking roast them. Like if someone re- replies like stupid, I'll like reply something back and like try and like get something out of them. And she's like, no, just like like the comment or like just say like ha ha or something like that. I'm like, no, like I want to keep going with this person because like if someone's like condescending or like you know smart ass like I'll like say something back but like I'll say in a way that I haven't like that they don't think that I'm laughing mm. and like try and get something back and then I'm like yeah I got him and then like I just like get in an argument back and forth like and my sister hates it she's like you can't do that she's like yeah, these these people are following you. I'm like he's not a fan he's fucking roasting me I'm like fuck him like and yeah, I just get in an argument yeah it's, it's fine you can lose one yeah or two. and so I'm like no I'm just gonna get into like a roasting battle with him and I just like yeah I love I love doing that sort of stuff but I guess like my sense of humor as well. This is another thing that my sister tells me is that my, my sense of humor and like the type of person that I am doesn't come across on Instagram very well. <laughs> yeah. So like the real per like the real me, like I'm quite like dry, humored. Like I can be pretty like you I try seem dark. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I can be. So <laughs> yeah, it's you like seem dark. and I can be like my my sense of humor is always like quite um I don't know like dry or like I try and be like sarcastic or like. Like if someone says something like, whoa, like just fucking relax. Like I try and be like real sarcastic and like just like, I don't know, I can't explain it, but it pisses people off sometimes at the best of times, let alone like on Instagram and stuff. It doesn't really come across. Mm. Like when I'm trying to be like joking or something, someone thinks that I'm being like full serious and I'm like, I'm actually laughing while I'm writing this, calm down. So that's the biggest thing for me. That's why I don't really comment on a lot of my shit. And a lot of people think like, a lot of, on my Instagram, so many people think like, like, oh, like you're so defensive or like, oh, why you got to like roast this person or like, oh, why you got to be a bitch for them? Like, I'm actually doing it just for laughs. It's and fun, yeah. yeah. like I'm actually hoping that you say something funny back and like that, you know, you're not really getting my sense of humor and you think that I'm being a bitch, but I gave it a go anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. There's a, there's a Buddhist, um, like a Buddhist philosophy that if something can't actually make you happy if like say the opposite thing was said and it makes you sad mm. so true happiness can't actually be taken away yeah and i i've related that now to the comments i'm like a good comment doesn't actually make me happy mm. if a bad comment makes me sad yeah so now i'm like there's no point yeah yeah it's true yeah that's how i look at it as well yeah it just can't be fucked yeah <laughs> i've never commented on something I'm the same. I mean, um, I, I, I try and be positive. Like, I'll positively comment on people's shit. I don't even do that. I, I Literally, I barely even like shit. So, mm. when I get people comment, my Facebook's the, the best one, is I think, because people are quite savage on Facebook. Because sa- Facebook's a very, like, scrolly, like, people like, think that they're getting involved. My, and, and I look at people and I'm like, how, like, what, like what would make you want to comment i've never like looked at something and felt the urge to comment like meanly on yeah. something so it's like i think that's why i laugh so hard because it's like if i've never felt like that imagine how these people are feeling when they're writing it yeah. they're probably like leaving the comment and then walking away from their phone going fucking and getting all mad still so it's like i think that's another reason why i can like relate i've never commented other than like my friends like i'll be like oh yeah you're hot bitch or something like yeah. that but like i've never felt the urge to like comment on something let alone comment something mean so i think for me that's why i feel like i just have control because it's like i've never had the urge to do it and even if like i might look at someone and go you're fucking loser and just keep scrolling yeah you know like i don't actually feel like commenting that like nothing 
urges me or nothing strong enough inside my being makes there's me no, want to comment. <laughs> yeah, there's no good feeling that you're going to get from commenting. I'd rather not waste my time, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I just keep scrolling. When you, like, I mean, I, this is just fucking a guess. I'm not, <laughs> you're not putting out the vibe. But it's like when you're when you're racing cars and there was this constant thing about being a woman and like you kind of, I'm sure you would have felt at the mercy of certain people and decisions and you probably didn't feel as in control of yourself and your future as what you I'm sure you do now like do you enjoy the or was it ever just the goal to just be like a bad bitch because like there's bad bitches in the world that like they don't need fucking men they don't need any of that shit it's like they can make their own fucking money mm. and then they can tell everybody to fuck off essentially and even the way that it's like you're cutting in your boyfriend on shit it's like you can have it it's like that must be a pretty fucking cool place to be as a woman and anyone that wants to be like fucking women's rights and feminism it's like fuck all that shit like if you're if you're a woman and you got fuck you money and you can say fuck you to men Mm. yeah i think i've always had that like when i raced and stuff like I think my I probably blame my dad. My dad used to like bring me up when I was go karting and stuff, and he used to say like, if anyone like gives you a hard time for being a girl, like tell them to fuck off. And I was like a ten year old girl, right? So he's like telling me to tell people to get fucked. And so like I would get that from like a very young age. Like I would have some like dad come up to me and be like, oh, like you're gonna be a fucking mobile uh, like mobile chicane, are you? And I was like, how about you fuck off? And he's just like, what? And I was just like, yeah, how about you fuck off? And he'd be like, you can't say that. He's like, I'm fucking, I'm a father, I'm an I'm an elder, and I'm like, yeah, well you can fuck off and I would just tell people to fuck off all the time it was like my default whenever I felt like threatened or whatever but then when I actually got a bit mature like 13 or 14 I like realized what was going on so like before like when I was younger I would just literally tell people my dad told me to say fuck off so I'll just tell you to fuck off but then like once I started like figuring out like the gap and like what was going on like I just just stuck with me so like even when I was like racing and go-karting and stuff like other than my manager I would like my manager I would do it he would I would do anything he said like he was the one that I like believed or whatever but like if anyone else told me like what I should be doing or shouldn't be doing I would literally just say like no fuck off like you can't say that or you can't do that I would have people like I would have dads and kids and stuff all the time like pick on me and bully me and stuff and I would just be like just like tell them I'd just be like fuck off or like you get over it or like I'll go fucking beat you on the track or I'll fucking take you out like I'll tell me what it's like I would literally I remember I forget like when I was go-karting I forget all the shit that I used to do but I used to come in and like tell like kids and dads and stuff like what's it like to be beaten by a girl like in faggot like and just like yell at them and just tell them like yeah that's right you fucking pussy like you know, I just like give it to them because I'm just like they would give it to me or mm. I knew I could see that they were talking about me over there before the race and you know then I come back in and the dad's there like shaking his head at his son I'm like yeah your son's fucking slow just got beaten by a girl like I would just <laughs> give it to them and my dad would always be like yeah and he would like be supporting me did your dad have a son or like you just got you and your I sister? think yeah I think I was like the son I was yeah, the son yeah, he never yeah definitely so yeah yeah, and he would always tell me like he would even tell me so sometimes like when I got older sometimes like I would get in real heated like arguments like with like other dads and kids and my dad's like right he's like I'm gonna teach you how to punch someone and he like if anyone fucking gives you a hard time or comes too close he's like he's like you grab him by the race suit with one hand and you punch him with the other and he would full tell me to like knock boys out and knock kids out if they like fucked with me basically so I think yeah people being in control of me and telling me what to do and stuff's never really been something but as in being control so what like I'm a lot more in control of my like career and stuff now because I don't really rely on anyone but when I was relying on people it was it was hard because it's like 
I had a goal and it's like I didn't have money or anything. So it's like you sort of did. The only You're thing, at the mercy of other yeah, people. Yeah, and the only thing that really I think I had to change, a lot of people and a lot of my sponsors loved who I was, like when they really got to know me. Like there wasn't any sponsor. Like once I had sponsors, a lot of people probably don't realise this, but once I had sponsors, I didn't really lose them. Mm. Like I had them for a long time. Like I had Fujitsu. I had like all of those people for, for a few years because like once I was on, like I would look after them and like the people who they would bring to the races and stuff because I was pretty easy to get along with. Um, and so that's probably one thing that I think like a lot of people never really pay attention to or don't get much credit for is like I, I wouldn't have new sponsors every week. Like I had a set few and would really look after them. And, and once people knew who I was, like it was all good. So I didn't really have to like set any like – like I didn't have to set that vibe of like if you don't fucking like it, you know, like you yeah, know, I didn't have yeah. to be like all staunch and like you know, yeah. like they well like they loved me sort of thing. The biggest thing was like the older that I got and the more like image came into it. Like once I started to become like a young female, it was sort of like when I was young, like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, it was sort of like. I could do what I want. I could be a young kid, like, yeah, you know, not, like I the was. Sex hadn't entered it's, it yet. Yeah, it hadn't yeah. Re- It wasn't really a thing. But then the second I turned like 17, 18, like went into Porsche and like things started to change, it was sort of like, oh, well, you need to have long hair and, you know, you need to, you know, do this and you need to look like this and you need to cross your legs when you sit at the table. And so I think like one that got into the, the I guess, the picture of, of racing because that was the side of it that was involved at the same time. Like, you know, when I hopped out of the car, it's like I had to look good and I couldn't wear like if I had to go somewhere nice like I couldn't wear shorts like the boys were wearing I had to wear a skirt or a dress and I think that's the that's when I started to just like feel like at the mercy I guess and I just had to do what people thought or people expected of a female because it was like it was what you have to do sort of thing so that's Mm. probably like the only time where I felt like controlled but other than that like I'm being pretty lucky and I think just my personality and stuff I never really felt like anyone had like control or I never really would like not do what I was told unless it was like by someone super important other than that like when I was young I would just listen to my dad I'd do whatever my dad told me to do then it was my manager and then my manager communicated with my sponsors so it was like if if he said you know they said you have to do this I'm like okay I'll do it and I just used to do it so but once I got older it's it it wore off and that's why I got over racing in the end because it's Mm. like you know I'm 20 21 and, and people telling me you can't post that picture on Instagram you can't do this you can't do that I'm like well that's me like that's who I am and if you don't Mm. like it then too bad sort of thing and that's why it all fell apart in the end because I didn't like doing what I was told (laughs) no it makes sense I don't fucking like doing what I'm told either (laughs) I know now I can do what I want (laughs) yeah it's pretty much why I started this yeah (laughs) (laughs) but I mean I'm definitely not a person that is um I wouldn't say I'm like a I don't buy into a lot of like the feminism shit I don't Mm. buy into the equal everything equal this equal that men can do it women can do everything men can. women can't do everything men can do yeah no and men can't do everything that women can do yeah. and i feel like we're living in this fucking weird time where like you know, just kind of this equality and equanimity is just being pushed on everybody yeah yeah and i just wish people could settle the fuck down and like the problem is is that being a guy right so like you hear a guy would um you talk about racing the way that like oh i couldn't do this because i was a girl couldn't and then the first Mm. instinct of guys like oh fuck off like (laughs) that and that's what most guys do Mm -hmm. that's wrong Mm. guys shouldn't do that there would have been stuff that you would have had to have done Mm. because you're a girl Mm. plain and simple it shouldn't be that fucking hard to accept that but then i think on like the female end of it that like women need to come to the party more in the way that like 
and I, I feel the same with the race thing is that like a lot of these problems like we're just a fucking capitalist system mm. it's money yeah money that's money money, money 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 yeah that's and it's why like i was doing it 100 <laughs> percent. and it's like the sponsors would mm. have been buying into your shit because you're a, a woman yeah and it's like there's just certain things that are like unavoidable and i think that people interject prejudice where there's no reason to inject prejudice yeah like i don't think that there's some guy at fujitsu that's like oh you know we should sponsor this woman so we can control how she looks yeah it's just money yeah and then with that for them to get their money there just has to be a certain thing yeah there's no like nastiness in this shit yeah <laughs> yeah i know i i was always against like so when i ever i got control over questions so like when people could ask me oh, questions yeah. that like the i would read like pre-questionnaires or whatever before i went on like tv or Just whatever like yeah <laughs> so people would be like okay what's it like being a girl like racing and i'm like don't want that in there and i could actually have control over it and i would always try and like get that side of it out of it so i went on like have you been paying attention and stuff like that and like they didn't ask me like any girl questions because it's like don't fucking ask me because like i'm gonna have the same answer like all the time and I would have girls ask me, like, what's it like being a female racing? I'm like, what's it like being a female in your field? Mm. And they'd be like, oh. And I'd be like, well. And they're like, oh, well, there's lots of females in my field. I'm like, well, there's lots of females here too. I was like, you're a female. I'm talking to you. I was like, mm. there's a female over there. I was like, I've got three females on my team. I've got one mechanic, one mum, like one manager. Like, you know, there's heaps of females here. And they're like, oh. And I'm like, don't ask me that question. Ask me another fucking question. Mm. And they're like, oh, because they're like expecting me to say like, it is so hard to be here. Yeah. Like that's what they were fishing for. And yeah, I was just like, I'm yeah. not going to give you that fucking answer. Because if it was hard for a female and if it was unfair, I was like, I obviously wouldn't be here. I was like, it's obviously not that fucking bad. right. So it's like, I'm here, I'm doing it. Like it's just because no one's done it before doesn't mean it's not possible. Like if it was really shit, like I wouldn't be here. Like there's been times where like, absolutely i probably got treated less than what guys did and like like i said before like they have made it a lot harder for me and comes that with attention and all that sort of stuff that more guys got like i remember when we did bathurst for the first time like we did a signing session and our signing fucking line was bigger than anybody else's and it's just because everyone wanted to come get a photo and a signature from the girls so it's like it's much of a muchness like for me i don't really care but i think it's like i never liked the people fishing for like the pity yeah, like answer yeah, like yeah. i never that's, that's like and I you was could gonna tell you up on it before and be like well she probably just and then you know like <laughs> she probably just wants to hear this and you're a role model but then if you're constantly just being exposed to like people wanting to hear it's so fucking hard yeah it's so hard being a woman and then the other woman's like right isn't it yeah it's, it's like, like fuck, can we just get past this it's, shit? no yeah it's literally like and you could tell you could tell like if mm. the interviewer like the questions are asking yeah, like fair. the way it was going and i'm just like no questions about being a chick like i'm over it i've answered the questions before like it's fine and then my thing was always like if it was too hard for girls why would they let us do it like mm. if it was too hard if it wasn't fair like why would we be here like it's simple as that like just the, fucking the thing move too, on. like you know you want to talk about why you ended up racing it's because your dad didn't have a fucking son yeah <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> I'd, that would be my guess yeah we just we just did it for fun and it just eventuated and my dad was I was lucky that my dad 
wasn't one that turned around and gone, oh, she's a girl, she can't do it. Yeah. Because if that I was the case. Guys, I know dads that have daughters yeah. and not guys and they're just like, because we come from motocross. Yeah. Like, that's cool. They're yeah. going to race motocross. Yeah. So it's like, you almost don't have a choice half the time. Yeah. But it's like, you might not have raced if your dad had a son. Right. And it's just like not pushing you towards it. Yeah. So if, and that's, and I think that turns back to at the end of the day, like my attitude on everything as well. Like my dad not caring. Like if my dad, like there were times when my dad like knew that when I was like out on the track or something that all the boys were like, you know, was, you know, he could see them like whispering and talking and he's like, oh fuck, you know, and then two minutes later I get taken out sort of thing. So my dad's like, oh, like there was times that he knew that like I was probably like going to get picked on or whatever because I was a girl and he, there was time, he would have known for sure that mm. when I started go-karting and started taking it more seriously that like I was going to get attention or whatever. I was naive. Like I didn't really twig to it until like fucking 17 or like when I was in Porsche like I didn't really like I was like oh fuck like this is different this isn't normal like I didn't really get it like up until then like you know so there were heaps of times where he knew that and he just didn't care and didn't tell me or yeah. he, he he did care but he just knew it was better not telling me or something like I'm sure if he would have sat me down my mum like tried to tell me like you shouldn't do this like it's not for girls like you should finish school and all that sort of stuff and I'm like nah I don't want to do that (laughs) so yeah so there was times where he for sure would have known like what I was going to get in for but he just didn't like tell Mm. me he just knew that it would work out or whatever like I don't know what he was thinking I've never really spoken to him about it but I have no doubt that like if Oh, your parents only ever want the best for yeah. you. Yeah. If I would have grown up in a in a household hey, like that. You are that, fucking killing it yeah. right now. You are fucking killing it. Like it's it worked. Yeah, right. I, I thought this the other day. I'm like, if I if I I don't know who, I was speaking to someone and they and like I don't know why I was started thinking about it, but they were just like, You never do what you're told anyway, sort of thing. And I'm just like, Yeah, if I had done what I had like was meant to do or what had been told to do ages ago, like I'd be fucking working at Woolworths doing a nine till five, like, you know, wondering what I'm going to do with my life sort of thing. Like probably not have a direction, be upset that I never pursued a career or done what I actually wanted to do or loved doing. So I think about it, like not, not all the time, but I've thought about it. I'm like, if I literally did anything the way that, the way yeah. I should have done, I like fuck knows where I would have like ended up like, yeah, no, I wouldn't be here. That's for sure. Yeah, and I think, too, that people lose perspective when it comes to something like racing and women. And then it's like you said, oh, there was, oh, the guys would do this. It's like, that's just a shit person. Mm. Like, yeah. you can get chicks that are shit people. Yeah. You can get dudes that are ch- shit people. Yep. But it's because there's this extra thing that we're adding into it that, like, oh, woman, race car driver, yep. man, race car driver. It must be because men, like, that's just a fucking insecure dude. Yeah. Or a, a lot shit of people, dude. A lot of people think like, it was the funniest thing is that when people thought I was racing, they thought that I didn't like have the balls or like didn't have like that like aggression or whatever. And I have had some people tell me that I have more aggression than half the dudes. And they have like, in my old, when I raced Porsche, they used to have this thing when I hopped out of the car, no one could speak to me for 15 minutes because I'd just be so fucking like gonna rip someone's head off and they're like you're more aggressive than half the dudes on the field and it's just like well it's just the person it's the person it's It's who who you are and then a lot of people would say like oh you know you you don't have the testosterone like a male whatever i'm like i bet you i could bash half these dudes if i wanted to so you know i was like a young kid at the time and i'm like i could probably bash half these guys out here you know it's all about who you are your adrenaline and all that sort of stuff so it's like it's it's the person it's the circumstances the situation not every girl can race the car like it's 
I definitely think that it's like certain people can do it. Not every dude can race a car. But every no. dude probably wishes he could fucking race a car, but every guy thinks he's probably good at it, but they're not. Like not every dude can race a car. Not every guy is strong enough to race a car. You look at my body and my build, I'm bigger than a lot of the other guys out there who are my age. Like it's it's the same. Like a lot of people would be like, oh, you know, what's it like being at a disadvantage, not being strong enough? I'm like, well... I'm not the strongest. Yeah, I'm not the strongest, but like I'm stronger than a lot of dudes out there. So it's like I'm fine. Like I'll just go to the gym and I'll figure it out. Like everything's going to be okay. And then the other thing that a lot of people would say is like, you know, what's it like being the only girl? Is it hard being the only girl? Like what I said to the, what I would always default say to the interviewers, but then just to anybody, it's like I was never the only girl. Like I might be the only girl on track, but there would actually be in a team, there would be just as many females, especially in the bigger teams, like working behind the scenes and all that sort of stuff. Like I would probably spend most of my day with just as many females as I would men. It just happened to be when I was on the track, I was the only one. And then other than that, like there's chicks everywhere. That's just where people gravitate towards. Like I'm real good friends with Tim and Trudy Edwards. Yep. And it's like, Tim's fucking doing his thing. Yep. Trudy's doing her thing. Yep. And they just gravitate towards those things. Yep. And it's like a man can be doing fucking hospitality and like a sick barista and a sick chef. And yep. like he could be upstairs and then downstairs there could be a fucking chick that is a full computer nerd that's doing some ignition shit. Yeah. It's and just like, it takes, yeah. and it's just like this natural thing that you gravitate towards. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like a lot of people are so narrow minded, I think too. Like they just, when it comes to like seeing what they see sort of thing, I think a lot of people, like when I was racing, a lot of people would ask questions. And sometimes I think, have you even fucking thought about that question? Like, have you even really thought about like the answer that I'm going to give to that? Well, the, the answer to that is no. Yeah. A lot of people don't. They think, don't just think, they just yeah. ask. And it's like, that is the stupidest fucking question I've ever heard. Like, I'm pretty sure I said that to someone once. Like, someone was interviewing me like that's just a dumb fucking question I'm not answering it next because it's like they would they would ask things thinking that they knew the answer to it and just like stereotyping and like just all the rest of it and just not thinking you know currently and not actually realizing the answer and they would just ask the question and it's just like really like think about what you ask because I think some people ask questions or think things and they don't really pay much attention to like what's mm. going on or, or they don't think oh maybe that's not the case or, or maybe they don't second guess they just ask and look like an idiot yeah and the thing is like not everyone's good at their job yeah that, that too <laughs> you know what I mean like, yeah that, that, that was one of the things that I learned really early on when I was like an adult running my own business doing my own shit is just like just because somebody's got a fucking high paying job or is like there with the microphone hey Look at me. I got a fucking microphone. I got no qualifications at all. Yep. That There's nothing that says I'm fucking good at this job and I can do it. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's the like same me. with everybody. That's what I, I'm like now. So I'm... I'm You're a fucking porn star. Um, Who the fuck gave you that? Like, you know I mean? I'm dumb as fuck. Like, I'll admit it. I'm not good at maths. I can't even really tell the time unless it's digital, to be honest. Like, I'm literally like don't ask me to spell anything because I'm just fucking stupid and that's why I was good at racing because racing was like it is what it is right and then when we had the data my dad always used to say he's like how do you fucking even like know what they're talking about because it's numbers and I'm really done with numbers but it's like I'm not adding them together like I'm just having to remember numbers which I can remember so it's like 
my dad used to say I was the smartest dumb person he's ever met because it's like I'm so dumb in some things but so smart in other it's things. Like Toby Price. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I feel like it's common. I feel yeah. like a lot of people, especially racers, because you don't actually really need to be like smart to race. I was going to say, it's knowing what you need to know. Yeah. That's what makes you smart. And memory. I think memory, like if you have a good memory and you can help and if you know your weaknesses as well, I think that helps too. Like I knew my weaknesses. So my weaknesses were like not very like when I was talking to the engineers and stuff, I was just had to like not dumb it down, but sort of just like speak in a language that I understood. Like if they were fast, spoke too fast and like we're talking about numbers and just shit. If it was written down and we could go through it, I could do it. But if they were like speaking to me too fast, I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. It's speaking another language. Um, so it's like understanding that. But then like I was joking about it the other day when I, when I was having, I had the BBL with my sister. I like I was like fucking on drugs and on oxys or something. And I was like sort of half there. And I said something really stupid and my sister's like fuck you are so dumb and I'm just like oh and I'm like we had a little argument I'm like shut the fuck up I'm the richest one here and it's just like she's so smart but it's like you don't have to be smart sometimes to like know what you're doing and I think it was her and my boyfriend like everyone was like having a girl at me because I was like being a dickhead I'm like how about you all shut the fuck up because I'm the richest one here so you can all <laughs> shut up and sit down and I was like stop picking on me because I'm dumb and it's like you don't need to like know one plus one to have a million bucks in the bank. And I know so many people who are like in a job and I'm like, how the fuck do you have that job? <laughs> That's the thing. And like, it's, if you've got that perspective, they're like, oh, you don't have to be good to have this job. No. It's like real hard for someone then to ask you a stupid question. Yeah. Cause like, you're probably just not that good at your job. Like it's all, it's good. It's fine. You might yeah. get better. Yeah. When I was like in car sales, I thought I was going to be shit at it. Cause I was like, oh, like you gotta be smart and like gotta look like the part and like all that sort of stuff and same thing like I quickly realized that like if you can talk shit with someone and you can sell them the car like talking shit and having the relationship you don't actually need to because I'm like I'm really bad with numbers right like some like don't like I don't know times tables or plus or anything like I'm the worst person at maths but like I thought I'd be shit at it because I'm like oh like if this person wants like a $15,000 discount like can I minus $15,000 off the price like that's how nervous I would get and then probably take you a week to get that shit dialed if you really yeah, try yeah but I know I can't be fucked I just get the calculator but like I was really nervous because I'm like fuck like I'm really like not good with numbers and cars is all about numbers and when I got the training they were like oh like if someone offers you this and then the trading value and then they were telling me all this stuff and I'm like I'm gonna be no good at this like I'm there's done. too many numbers too much minusing like I'm fucked and then like when I realized that like I could sell a car before actually doing the number things like I found what mm. made like it work for me and then then I would literally just sit on a table with someone and be like right let's work this out and like get my calculator out and I'd just do it and, and then you just look the part anyway. and then it looks legit right so I'd like figure out a way to work around my weaknesses and like right don't talk numbers <laughs> until we've done the deal and then once that's done we'll figure it out from there and I can just whip out a calculator on my phone and it looks legit so it's like you just figure it out because like I know my weaknesses and I'm probably lucky that I know my weaknesses like straight off the bat yeah and so for me it's just like yeah anything with numbers and stuff like that it's like I just try and avoid it as much as I can. But then I also know that I'm like, yeah, I'm dumb as fuck. Like, it's okay. <laughs> There's just this, it's so like, that's such a fucking weird term to put on yourself though, to be like, I'm dumb. It's like you, you, and people think this with just Instagram, <laughs> like porn, whatever, like yeah. people that have these followings, like Tammy Hembrow is the perfect example, right? Yeah. I fucking love that chick. Yeah. What a fucking gangster. <laughs> yeah. 11 million followers on Instagram. Yeah. And just fucking crushes Killing it. Killing it. Yeah. You. 
absolutely fucking murdering it. Mm. You cannot be dumb to be that person. Sorry, like you might not be good at fucking math, but you've got some savage shit going on (laughs) that other people fucking don't. Tammy Hembrow has some savage fucking shit going on. Mm. She's hot. Yeah. But I don't think Tammy Hembrow is the fucking hottest girl in the world. No. Like she's super short. Yeah, I've never seen her in real life. She's fucking tiny. Really? And you like... She kills it. Yeah. She's smart as fuck. And yeah. like anyone that would look at her, like the classic is guys being like, oh, you should hear her talk. Yeah. I'm like, what do you want her to say? Yeah. Like, what are you trying to hear? <laughs> like, do you want her to break down the theory of relativity? <laughs> she's just a fucking chick. Yeah. Living her life, doing her thing. And she's fucking doing a good job at it. And yep. it's a, sort of the same thing with you. Yeah. I, I sort of fit myself in. My dad says it good. He says that I'm the smartest dumb person he knows. I'm like, I feel like I'm street smart. Like, I feel mm. like I've had a lot of like experience, especially with racing, like sponsorship and like that sort of stuff like that you pick up, like just from talking to people mm. and like just sitting down at tables with like people from Fujitsu and stuff like that and speaking and hearing how they speak about business and all that sort of stuff. So stuff I've picked up, which I think makes me smart in some ways. And I probably learned more than what other people would because they haven't had that experience. But then in other ways, like, yeah, I say some dumb shit and I can be pretty stupid, but I also think like I'm smarter than the average. And that's something that I like, like is because I, am smart in like a different way like I sort of off the cuff and can yeah can think of things and like uh, one thing I am good at is like problem solving Mm. and like that's one thing that I'm good at so it's like if I put things into like a problem solving perspective I can be pretty like creative give me an example of a problem you're about to solve lately recently okay so like I'm trying to do um like I tried to do like posters and stuff like that recently so it's like okay so I want to do posters but like I need to save money on like spend like I don't want to actually order the posters even though I ordered them it's like how the fuck can I um this was literally like the other week I came up well it's probably two weeks ago now since I've had the idea but I was like how can I sell something to someone without having to physically purchase something and then reship it and resend it and and lose money before I make money and so I like was like how the fuck can I do that and I'm like well digitally like I, I, you know, on my phone I'm like if I can send something to someone's phone we'll just do it on the phone if I can send them an email or if I can email them the poster I'll just do it like that and then I'm like well like I'm going to have issues with that because if I email it then it's going to get like leaked and then maybe that person will then continue to sell it sort of thing so I'm like well how do I stop that from happening so it's like uh, then I was sort of like well you know, that fucking happens it fucking happens so what and then I was like well I'll just start to do my phone like phone wallpapers and sell phone wallpapers instead of like posters and then the thought of doing a calendar soon I thought about doing the same thing for a calendar so that's sort of how I think I don't know if that's like creative or just standard but it's sort of like overcoming the problem of like not I'm like fuck I don't want to order like all these posters mm. and then like if they don't Got sell I'm stuck in, yeah then. right I'll do that anyway, but I'll only get a hundred because they'll sell like in a couple months and it'll be fine. And I'm like, well, how the fuck else am I going to sell anything? So then I was like, what can I use? Like, what can I do? And then I'm like, well, it'd be good to get something on your phone. And that's when I thought, well, what about a phone wallpaper? Mm. So that's sort of like how I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, uh, I think that that's like the ultimate way to learn. Like I, I talk about my brother, like he fucking failed basically everything in school mm-hmm. and now is like the manager of a fuck ton of really really big athletes yeah that's cool and he just does works with all these crazy brands he just does so much shit and it's all like he reverse engineered every single problem yeah and i think that it's like there's there's two types of people in the world there's people that won't do a thing until they've 
like they know exactly how it's going to go and it's going to be yeah. like this and it's and if there's any barriers along that point that seem like a like not even that they could i guess just like oh this could catch me out yeah. okay bad idea not gonna do and they're it out yeah whereas i think that there's people like yourself people like myself people like my brother like i've know every single thing about like cameras and editing and all that shit mm. never went to school yeah but i knew the kind of videos that i wanted to make mm-hmm. and i needed to make to get work yeah so i just worked backwards from that problem yeah so i think there's people that want to work forwards from problems and people that want to work backwards from problems yeah. you need a mix of both i think but i think yeah. that if you're a person that can just go this is what i i will do how do I work backwards from that to yeah. make it happen? They're the people that really do well in the end. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what I'm like. I sort of, I look at it as like a problem and yeah, work backwards. How am I going to so, like f- find that solution? The problem is, is that I can't be fucked to like pay money for posters. You know, how can I send something and make money off it that hasn't cost me money? And yeah, all stuff like that, like literally that's how I come. I think that's how why I try to be creative and like mm. that's how I sort of try and get by and just do it, which I think is what makes me not smart. I don't know if that's smart or not, but like creative or just like, I don't know. I think I'm just good at solving problems and knowing my weaknesses is definitely helps me like move forward and get to where I need to get to. What was it like the day that, or what was the day where you were like, fuck, I'm rich? <laughs> To be honest, I, I don't actually think I'm rich. You're rich. No, I don't think I am because, you know... You're white, you Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, I said, I don't know who I was saying, saying this the other day. I was like, the only thing I've realised after all of this and making all of this money is that the lifestyle that I want to live and have envisioned myself living, I need to make more money. <laughs> I'm like, if I need, I want this and I want... Like, you know how you grow up and you sort of have dreams of all this shit. I'm like, the only thing this has made me realise is that the dreams and visions that I have of fucking expensive and I actually need to make more money so I don't know I don't think I'm rich like probably if you asked me a couple years ago and if you said that you know I had all this money in my bank account I'd probably be like fucking what like no way um but ever since I've got it to be honest it's sort of just like I don't know like it's it's made me appreciate like money and it's made me realize that how much money I used to fucking waste and it's Mm. made me like I've got what made you appreciate how much money you used to waste I think how did getting more money make you well that's that's it right so it's like I literally have like you know I've got all this money and I just I I think realizing what I can now buy Mm. has made me realize like well I don't need that and then I'm like well I didn't need that either like so like for example like I've got all this money and I don't own a Louis Vuitton handbag I don't own nice fucking shoes I, I was actually like when you rocked this up this is how I rock up tracky, I was like okay yeah okay, like okay. I'm literally I'm wearing a $10 cotton on t-shirt like my pants probably cost me like I'm wearing um, Givenchy slides but like it's the only pair of slides that I have cost 400 bucks this jackets cost like 80 bucks like like standard shit like I don't own I think I own one pair of high heels I like for the fetish videos yeah yeah that's no, a prop that's, that's a prop <laughs> I've got stripper heels for that but like actual like proper heels like I own one pair and that costs like 20 bucks like I think like realising now what I can buy like with the money that I have and realising that like I don't like don't want it or don't need it has made me realize the all the other shit that i have like i look at my wardrobe and i'm like i could literally like go to versace or go somewhere and just like drop fucking 10 grand like it's nothing but i like 
what's the fucking point point? and mm. then i look at my wardrobe and i'm like all these clothes i don't even wear like it's such a waste so like it's it's weird like i sort of like looked at it and i've just gone well i don't need all of this shit that i have and it just means that i can afford more and i don't even need what i've got now so it's it's weird how it sort of works and how like it's all the money's made me sort of appreciate money more if that makes sense yeah um, so, so like what would you do like say if you had to go back and like you had the wisdom that you've got now from making all this cash but you didn't have the cash, what would you do differently in your like day-to-day lifestyle? I think when I when I didn't have a lot of money, I always thought like, like I thought, you know, up until a couple of years ago when I was racing, like I was broke as fuck. And I always thought like having like 10, 20 grand was like a lot of money. Yeah. Like I thought that was like, that was big money. I'm like, if I could have like 10, 20 grand in my bank account, like I'm fucking balling. Yeah. Like that's what I used to think, right? And then this was like up until like recently, like I was probably like 19, 20 when I was thinking this because when I was racing, like- How old are you now, by the way? I think I'm 25, 26, I can't remember. Fuck me, dude. We're 1995. I don't know how old that is, 25, I think. I don't really celebrate birthdays. It's just another year. But um, if I could go back, I think just thinking that I had to, like, look like I had money. Mm. Like, look, looking like I had money was, like, a big thing for me. Like, I always wanted, like, the, the newest Nikes. And, like, even though I was broke as fuck, like, up until, like, when I was 18 or 19, I didn't even pay tax. So I earned under, like, 18 grand a year up until, like, just recently. So, like, that's how fucking broke I was. Like, no money. Mm. And But, like, I would spend, like, I would get... I would work like contract work. So I would get like two grand for working like a week at Mercedes and I would spend a thousand of it Mm. thinking that I'm like a baller and I would go out and buy like, you know, nice pair of Nikes, like good pair of jeans, like thinking that I was like, you know, looking the part and had a thousand bucks left over to pay all my bills and food and just hope that I got paid like the next week and live from paycheck to paycheck. So I think that's what like, I look back on it. I'm like, I didn't need the hundred dollar pair of shoes that I now don't have and don't know where they are because I don't fucking wore them twice sort of thing, you know? So it's like, for me, it's like looking like you're rich, and being rich are two different things. I know that sounds corny mm. as, and people have probably heard that before, but it is so true. Like that's probably like the that what's made me realize. Like I just you spend money on shit. Like I've got all these pairs of shoes I don't wear, all these clothes that I don't wear. Like I've got a laptop and a computer. I probably don't need the laptop. That was a waste of money, you know. Like just little things like that for me. Just I would look back on it and just go, wish I could tell myself that I don't need it or that like you don't have to think that you need it to like justify Mm. yourself sort of thing I don't know but my biggest thing when I had no money is I wanted to look like I had more money because I had 50 bucks in my bank account and I was wearing $50 pair of jeans so it's like I shouldn't have bought the $50 pair of jeans I'd rather just have the 100 bucks in my bank account so it's like yeah those things you don't learn and I mean to be honest I thought when I had this money I thought I'd spend it like I thought I'd blow it but the second I had it I was just like Mm. I just wanted it to keep growing and growing and growing and then I think the biggest purchase that I've had up until like I've had the money would be my butt and then my new car. So they're like the biggest two purchases that I've had. All the other money I've just banked and just put into investment properties and stuff like that. Like I literally like looking at me, I like don't spend money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what um what made you want to get the Brazilian butt lift too? Was that like another thing with the OnlyFans where you're like, this will just make more money? Um, Sort of. So it's like I sort of look at how people look like when I got my tits, for example, everyone loves fake tits. So it's like everyone, you know, that's a good investment and then I've always wanted I wanted a Brazilian butt lift like two years ago so I've wanted one for a while because when I was super fit like I went through a stage where I was like super fit like smashing peptides like you know it was like 13% body fat like was what? yeah I was like lean like super like just trying so hard to be like super strong super fit like probably the How lightest peptides 
Yeah, they were right. They fucked me when I got off them, though. But like, how so? Just like put on heaps of weight. Like was depressed, just mm. a bit mentally like cooked um, from taking them. But like I was thought I would be super happy. Like look back at my photos, and I was like, you know, my body was pretty good, but I wasn't happy. Like I was mm. looking or chasing this thing that I was like never really happy for. Like what we spoke about before, and then. Even when I was like sort of thought I was happy and thought I looked good, I sort of didn't really like I always picked on something and I'm like, well, my yeah, ass is this. Yeah, or it like, was never enough. Yeah, and then I would like look at my like butt and I would like train my butt and my butt would get big. I've always had like a relatively big butt, but like my quads and my calves would get fucking massive. So I'm like, fuck, how do I like... Oh, so so I, you couldn't have like the nice ass without the big legs. Everything grew and same, mm. same with my back. Like I wanted to get a really nice back. So like when I had a nice back, like, my traps and like everything were just massive and I just looked like I think I'm someone who builds muscle quite easily but like I I had personal trainers and everything try to figure out how to like isolate or whatever and like mm. I had a pretty good butt but like for example my my quads or my hamstrings were right but like my calves were like massive or something was always compensated mm. and so I'm like well I was never really like happy with like how I sort of looked and then when I was feel like I still had the hip dips and everything so the Brazilian butt lift was mainly for me like the, the only reason I went with it is because they take the like they suck all the fat out and then they re-put it back in to just get lipo it was actually more expensive and to get the fat put back in it's they didn't have to put it all back in so it's like well I didn't want it all put in my ass I actually wanted to put in my hips and stuff a little bit so for me it was just like not just put in my ass to have a big ass it was like to fill my hip dips and to fill a little bit of the areas that I didn't like that I can't physically do with like going to the gym because you can't mm. put there's no muscles around like your hips where you where my hip dips are and stuff like that so for me it was like and the top of my butt is where I've got more of my fat put than the bottom because my bottom is actually quite big if you actually look at my butt the actual the the size of it actually how wide it is has changed but how well how wide my hips are from hip to hips has changed but then the back of my butt from like the front to the back actually yeah, hasn't gotten that right. big so sort of just to like fill the gaps and to make it look a bit more like smooth and like womanly I guess you could say rather than like feeling a bit straight up and down and having like dips and stuff isn't it like a real fucking gnarly surgery though in terms of like like people die doing it and shit yeah apparently it's meant to be one of like the most hectic fucking yeah. surgeries you can get so I don't really know um, what countries or whatever that's happening from because for me it felt like it was alright I was prepared for it to be fucked like everyone was telling me that it was going to be really bad but man I watched, week- I watched your videos last night YouTube <laughs> vlog and I was like fuck this like mm. I ain't signing up for this yeah there was so much stuff i didn't know was going to happen like i got a mad rash the leaking was fucked like everyone told me you have no idea like in person it was fuck it grossed me oh my god the smell of it the smell of it was literally like dead flesh like it's disgusting and it's like (sighs) for four or five days until you get the drains out and even after you get the drains out i leaked a little bit i know i don't know how my sister and my boyfriend did it they would come in and change me and i'd be like dry reaching while they're doing it and they're like touching it and i'm like yuck and there's like bits of fat that get leaked out too so there's like bits of fat on the floor and like it's pretty fucked up but it is like mega fucked yeah, up yeah so but I look back on it I'm like other than the first like three or four days the rest of it's like my face got really swollen and I had a really mm. bad rash other than that it probably wasn't that bad like yeah but you couldn't sit down for six weeks yeah that was fucked yeah that was really annoying I thought I thought oh, I'll just make three and then I'll sit down but they're like do not sit down they're like your results will be shit if you sit down and I was like fuck and then you're already like fuck I'm in this deep 
I was like, well, I've been three weeks. I might as well make another three. So when yeah. I got to week four, I was like, I just want to get out of the house. I want to go to dinner. Like, I want to sit down. Like, I was just so over it. And then week five, I was like, fuck it. So I would like sit on this pillow where I was, my legs were up, but my bum was down. So I did that for a week. And then I got to week six. And then I was like, too scared to sit on my bum anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so it took me like a couple of days before I actually sat on my bum after six weeks. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad that I did it. And everyone told me. So a lot of the nurses who I went with, they all had all had it done. And they're like, do not sit there like any like sitting on it like before six weeks they're like it's going to be fucked and they're like even if you can wait longer like seven weeks you can do it but I couldn't wait till seven weeks I'm like six weeks and three days and I sat down yeah <laughs> I'm like fuck this and I'm a back sleeper too so sleeping was shit yeah like so shit and then I was literally like the sixth or the third day or something after six weeks I remember like hopping into bed and laying down on my stomach I'm like wait what am I doing I like rolled over and like passed out like woke up in the same spot I fell asleep and I was like oh, so good to sleep like a normal person yeah fuck I can't even imagine that I broke um I broke my hip and a couple vertebrae or like fractured my hip and a couple vertebrae eight weeks ago wow. or nine weeks ago and fuck man it's torture eh? like yeah, i mean i didn't i could lay down and shit but like man i was just in i'm still in pain like every night i go to bed i'm in pain every yeah. night i wake up it's fucking see it's, it's so probably worse breaking a bone than surgery so surgery it's like yeah, sort but of I, didn't choose, I guess i chose my shit <laughs> yeah because yeah. I, I chose to ride and then i fucking crashed but yeah but i feel like broken bones and stuff are like it's like internal like it's bad mm. like this was just my butt that just like, had stuff put into it and the only reason why it's painful is because of the lipo but that that pain went like pretty quickly like i stopped taking all my painkillers like i've got a pretty high pain threshold i think women just do in general yeah so i stopped i stopped taking my painkillers and stuff like my third third day fourth day and that's pretty much it i was taking like the oxys just to knock me out to go to bed <laughs> but yeah. that, that's pretty much it i stopped taking them like day five or day six and didn't take any painkillers for the rest of the time so yeah, it yeah wasn't i just too bad. pretty much just smoked weed yeah for <laughs> yeah. Me. I was, yeah i did like the painkillers in hospital because they can give you the good shit but yeah that, yeah it. yeah i remember thinking that too i'm like i'm like I, my best friend smokes weed so i'm like i need some fucking weed but she lives in melbourne so i'm like because oh, really? i couldn't sleep and i'm like i just need to get really high so i fall asleep but i couldn't do that either so I was just smashing the oxys. Yeah, nah, fuck. I'm, yeah, I've seen too much weird shit go down with fucking painkillers. Yeah, the oxys. I now I know why people get addicted to them because I was like, up. yeah, like I was literally smashing two before bed and I'd passed out in like ten minutes, fifteen minutes. I was out and I would wake up and be like, whoa, <laughs> time travel. <laughs> it was yeah. pretty pretty crazy. Yeah. I mixed it with wine one night too, and that was fucked up. <laughs> oh, dude, it's crazy, but like, it's so weird how you can be so fucked up and it just feels awesome. Yeah, yeah. I know Bizarre, that's literally eh? what I was going through so I stopped taking them I realised and I stopped taking them like yeah six days in or something when I when I crashed the ambulance come to the track and because uh, they thought I broke well I broke my hip but like they're like oh pelvic pelvis injury like yeah. they fucking strap you up they do the whole deal yeah and then he's like oh and I actually smoked a joint after I crashed because <laughs> I, was, I was just like one of the, one of the boys was like you go man because we didn't think it was that bad yeah. at the start and then I was like fuck yeah a bit of, bit of painkillers yeah then I got to the then the ambos come and then the, he's like okay so we're going to give you some fentanyl and I was like fucking booyah here we go we're did they give you the green whistle or anything nah, or just nah, straight nah, into just straight, shit fucking straight fentanyl I was like I just got to tell you dude I just smoked weed and he's like oh well probably fucking work even better <laughs> oh my god and I was like sweet <laughs> that's crazy fucking lit dude. yeah yeah, I, I had the green whistle actually when I had lipo. They give you the green green whistle because I had lipo on my chin as well. And they give you like the green whistle before they like cut and like because you're awake for, for that half. Oh, how did that feel? 
Uh, I was okay. I was just like too like fucking out, out of it. it. Yeah. And I just remember sucking the whistle and I was like kept having it in my mouth and the lady's like, you can let go now. I'm like, no, I'll keep having it. And she's like, it's not working. It's all gone. I'm like, no, I'll keep having it. I never got along with the whistle. Really? No. Nah. Apparently it makes people feel sick or something sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I was the best feeling. It literally just felt like, oh, like it was like a better drunk feeling. Like, you know, when you get too drunk, you're like, you're not sure if you're going to spew or like pass out. Yeah. It was sort of like that sort of feeling, but you knew that you weren't going to spew or pass out. It was, I was like, this is nice. <laughs> yeah. See, I just get, I just feel sick from it Yeah. and it doesn't do anything for my pain, but yeah, then I can that. do like morphine, fentanyl, like mm. I can have that shit and I feel completely fine. Like I never get any any weirdness from yeah that. they warned me they were like it's either going to make you feel like nauseous and stuff and it's not going to work or like it'll be fine so she's like we'll be able to figure that out in like five minutes and yeah i was good mm. <laughs> i was like i'll have another one can i take one home <laughs> that's like well i had this kidney surgery and uh like i'm in the table for the like the big operation mm. And the guy's like, oh, I got this. I, don't, I actually don't remember what it was called but he's like i got this new drug like can i try it with you like obviously it's like yeah legal yeah it's not not like a fucking that's a human trial but he's like oh you know like i could give you this but this is pretty good it's new and he gave it to me and and he was like i think he said it should have worked quicker and i was i was laying on the table and he's like he's like oh you should be asleep now and i was like fuck this is real good dude like whatever (laughs) this is and he's like well you're about to get more of it and then he gave me more it passed out, Dead, yeah. Gone, dude. But Dead. I was just like, holy fuck, that was good. Yeah, it's crazy what they can give you. It is fucking crazy what they can give you. But yeah. how, how much was the sur- that Brazilian butt lift surgery? Um, all up, it cost me like twenty two and a half grand. Fuck. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of a business expense. It is. Yeah, you. I claimed it. Claimed it on tax. But yeah. like personal can, appearance. Can you imagine the fucking? <laughs> normal person paying 22 grand for yeah that? i know i remember when i was doing it, i'm like i could buy like a car or like this is a house deposit or something but i wasn't spending my only 20 grand so it's yeah. like it's in perspective for me is like silly like without sounding like a wanker but like no it for is some though, people it it's is. 20 grand's a lot but yeah i was sort of thinking like oh fuck like this can buy a car for someone or like this can this is a lot of money just to go through this but yeah for me it was worth it and i'd do it again tomorrow if i could have you had that thing when like since you've got this kind of money where you like feel guilty about having that much money no (laughs) no no no. i've been broke before so it's like i literally will do anything in my power not to like i donate like i have girls who've like i've had a girl who's on OnlyFans who has like uh non-profit organizations and stuff and i've like donated and done things with the money and tried to make like do good but to be honest like without sounding completely selfish like i'll give to someone who like i know or like with the bushfires for example i donated to that and all that sort of stuff but like other than that like i think i've worked pretty hard for this money like i still mm. feel like i deserve it i invest i'm investing in like property and all that sort of stuff and at the moment like my like biggest goal is just to i think the biggest fear that i have is like all of it going and having to work like a normal job and i feel like yeah. then my biggest fear is like a peak too soon so i'm like in five years time when the money wears out like i don't like i'm not i don't want a fucking normal job like i don't want to work for somebody you know well, what I mean? and you probably don't want to be getting dick down on camera fucking yeah <laughs> you know what i mean in 20 yeah, years exactly time. like i just want to like be over it and just like retire so like my mm. biggest thing at the moment is just like to set myself up so in five years time like all my properties are paid off i've got income coming from them so like worst case like you know 
I'm making money from that. I can mm. sell a property and have all the money in the bank and figure out what to do next sort of thing. So, yeah, it's like I'm literally like I call it like my crisis plan. Like I'm literally just trying to make sure that like no matter what happens, mm. like in a couple of years' time, if I'm still doing this, I've still got the foundation. But if it all turns to shit, I've got like a backup plan and I've got stuff that I can like fall back on. You kind of have to like because Lana Rhodes is pretty gnarly with that shit. Like, I don't know who that is. She's like the... She porn star? Yeah. Like yeah, the actually I think I do, yeah. She doesn't fuck no more on camera though. Yeah. So she's retired yeah. and yeah. she's one. Of, she's still one of the most searched porn stars in the yeah. world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, now she's just like full business hustle yeah. chick. Like. Yeah, and that's sort of what I'm like. I follow a chick um, who has only fans she i don't think she's like a porn star but she's done like porn stuff occasionally and um yeah she's the same thing she's literally got like 18 houses in las vegas and is just like a full-blown like hustler like just renovates houses buys them like flips them sells them or rents them out and she's just like a machine and like you look at her page and she just looks like the dumbest bitch ever but she's actually got like so much more behind her and that's sort of like what i'm like i'm sort of like well i need to like make bank and these chicks like 30 she's got two kids but like she's still like you know has only fans and stuff now but it's sort of like if i could be doing only fans when i'm 30 like that's fine but like i need to sort of like make sure that you know if anything happens like i'm not having to be stressed out about money or anything or wasting the money that i've got yeah and it's sort of like you're at the mercy of the platform too because you're are you trying to build like for play hub or like you've got something that you're working on with that yeah or? so that's that's not for to compete against only fans so with with for play hub my thinking is and with a lot of people heaps of platforms or people out there are trying to create p- platforms like only fans but only fans is done like it's it's like an instagram yeah, yeah. it's like a facebook fucking beyonce sung about it in a song like it's, it's legit the fucking, like it's the fucking best of block yeah right everyone it's, knows what it is it's there and someone's probably going to try and copy it there might be other platforms out there that are better same as like facebook and shit like someone's gonna try and do something better but it's there like people are using it it's got the users and there'll be people on there who will go other places and always come back to it so Mm. for me like realizing that i'm not trying to copy i'm not trying to reinvent the wheel or anything like it's literally just how can i benefit from OnlyFans? so i have a lot of girls messaging me going oh can you shout me out like can you help me i need to promote my page and all that sort of stuff so it's like instead of using it on my OnlyFans, i'll create a platform where you can literally scroll through all of these girls pages and then you can pretty much just turn around and go right this is the girl that i want to see click on her page she has a bio she has photos it's like a link tree kind of deal Correct. just go straight yeah to- yeah and you can scroll through everything and then one thing I noticed as well is that a lot of like people and guys like they've got like fetishes and stuff like that so I sort of I categorize how you search through it so sort of like a dating app basically but for OnlyFans so you can literally put in like your categories and go like blonde hair tattoos short fat skinny whatever you want it to be and then you press search and then only those girls who best match your categories like with three or more things get shown up in front of you and then you literally can click on their profile see photos uncensored get a bit of a preview and a feel for it and then you can just click straight across to their only fans link yeah but it's not just for only fans so you can do your instagram you can put it's basically for anything so i've got a girl who's on there just trying to promote her um snapchat and her um instagram she doesn't have any OnlyFans or anything, but she's just trying to be seen to more people. Yeah. She's got like three, 400,000 people and she's just trying, she just wants to be seen by more people. And she costs, she pays a little bit more money, but the thing is the benefit for her is that like if people see her, it doesn't cost anything to quickly like her page or something, you know? So she's on there just to be purely to be seen and hopefully be followed by more people. So she's got a little thing saying, you know, follow me and say you found me on a four play hub and, you know, I'll follow you back or something like that. So she's just trying to get more, more fans and more followers. 
followers. So um, it's it's meant to be like that, but I'm plugging off the OnlyFans because that's what, what's big at the moment. But eventually it's, you know, if you've got a Snapchat or if you've got Patreon or if there's another platform that comes along like OnlyFans, it's just got links and you can leave your links to everything and you can literally just click on the one that you want to follow that person on. So And then what about like you do you censor any of the images? No, like it just doesn't just a preview, matter? yeah, it's just a preview. So because that's the thing, like a lot of people that's how it started. So for me there was a problem this is my problem solving. Um there was all these girls wanting to be shouted out and to be seen, but they're like, How can I be seen? Because I don't have any Instagram followers. I don't want my mum and my dad to know, so I can't post it on my real Instagram. And then they're like, I don't want to post it on Twitter because then people can share it and it can get back to someone who can still see it if you search my name and uh, my workplace and all this sort of stuff. So I want to be seen on a platform where you specifically have to go um to find all these people like OnlyFans. So I'm like, Well, I don't want to shout you out on my OnlyFans because I've got a lot of followers and I I don't like new values my page I did on one chick and everyone hated it anyway so I'm like I don't want to do that so I'm like you need like a platform where all these girls on OnlyFans are, can be found mm. and then all these guys were subscribing to my page and they were like oh it's so hard like because you don't know what you're going to see when you when you sign up and like you're sort of signing up blind and you don't know what you're getting until you sign up and it's sort of like well it's sort of like anything nowadays like it's shit because it's like for content people expect like trials and stuff but like fuck you sign up to Netflix like you don't really know what you get and you sign up to like anything else these days and you don't really know what you're getting you literally can only watch what they put in front of you right it's the mm-hmm. same thing um except people like want to be able to know what they're getting before they see it which is really not like any other platform <laughs> other than happens to be with this one and what you get with the porn and everything because people are fussy and picky so yeah. it's it's hard because it's like really there's no other platform like you go into mcdonald's and they have a new burger released you don't go oh can i taste the burger before i buy it no you buy the burger and if you don't like it you just don't buy it again right so it's sort of like the same thing but because people think that whatever fucking reason only fans is different there, right yeah. they just think that they're going to be able to fucking know or see what what they're buying before they actually subscribe so um i was like well it'd be good if like you could preview but you can't preview on OnlyFans. and then i'm like i'm not giving someone a free link and then they can spend seven hours of a day scrolling through my page and then unsubscribe anyway so yeah that's why i was like why don't i make a website for both sides where the girls can promote their pages and then the guys can filter through and see all these girls and then before the guys subscribe they can actually see to make sure that it's the right right girl for them or the right person or the right page for them and then they can literally just click directly across to OnlyFans and then they can log straight in and subscribe. So that's what it is. It's crazy the it's just crazy the way that you've injected yourself into this industry. Yeah. Yeah, I never like I guess it's like the sex industry or whatever, but I never really thought but to be honest it's business is business. And another and thing I don't get money. another thing I don't get is why like I know it's so taboo, but like I've done a lot of research on like the sex industry and porn and all that stuff. Like it's a trillion dollar industry or billion dollar industry, I think I read somewhere. Like around the world it's been over trillions of dollars and it's been around is the oldest it's been around forever that's what i was about to say like they used to my mum and dad used to go to cinemas to watch pornos like it's pornos have been around long before like we were here and they'll be it'll be literally you'll be able to do virtual sex in fucking 10 years probably so like it's literally like it ain't going anywhere and i don't understand why more people aren't like involved in it like when you think about like why is there not more sex shops like why is there not more of this stuff like why is there like it's so crazy how it's like sort of hidden in society but it's a massive industry so for me it's sort of like well that's why I know OnlyFans isn't going anywhere because unfortunately OnlyFans say that they don't like the fact that people are using their platform for like yeah, yeah, but, that, but they're making the money yeah they do <laughs> it's like well because of the platform it's not going anywhere and then 
sex and all of this stuff that people ask for demand for and want isn't going anywhere so why not like just try and tap into it so that's why i've sort of looked and did the foreplay hub thing because it's like even if it's not for only fans it's just a good way like you know for for platforms to promote other stuff but then only fans i just know that it'll probably be good for promoting only fans because it's not going anywhere and more people are using only fans and more people want to find only fans and make more money yeah yeah i mean it is it is weird that people have like the sexual taboo you know yeah like even i even always think about like how you'd get in well i mean fuck it's just different for everybody like I, i've i've been in houses with dudes where they just jack off with the fucking door open watch point they don't give a fuck yeah some guys don't care you know some <laughs> dudes don't give a fuck yeah. and then some people just like you can be you can make a joke about it and you can see them visibly become uncomfortable and then i got friends where like they they like barely to even talk dirty to their missus yeah i just think sex in general is just still such a it's so developed in our mind in terms of like our fantasies and in terms Mm. of our what we want and it's just so underdeveloped in the real world yeah like i my biggest thing has ever since i've been like in it has been like like telling people what i do and like when i first started doing it i just told people like i was a content creator or i was like an influencer or whatever because i was like struggling to like tell people what i did and then eventually like i was just like oh fuck i'll just like rock it because when you think about it like any porn star that's been successful they're all killing it like or have killed it before successful like heaps of people have like been or people know like successful strippers or like you know prostitutes that have made bank or something like that exactly and people know that they make money doing it and it's not like when the money side of it's involved it's like you have a shift of thinking like you don't think like oh what the fuck yeah like, you're not a slut yeah anymore. exactly you're a right businesswoman if you're like in that top one percent yeah and so i feel like when i sort of got there i was like oh fuck like i'll just start you know like i'll just tell people like i'm adult content creator and so i just started saying that to people and like it's funny to see everyone's reactions and it's like when i was like trying to buy houses and stuff like through my company and everything i'm like to the banks are like oh they're gonna know what you want to do like what what do you do and i'm like oh, i'm adult content creator i make adult films and they're like well we can't put that on the application <laughs> and i'm like why it's just a bit of fucking paper <laughs> i'm like why and they're like we can't put that and i'm like well what are you gonna say and they're like well can you think of something else and i'm like well that's all i do <laughs> and they're like oh yeah but what about like your social media and whatever and i'm like just like i don't know i was like well just tell them like oh do you want to put porn star and like we can't put that so the banks and stuff are real like you know because you've probably got like you know carol upstairs who's a prude you know reading the applications who's scared you know to to read stuff like that so there's some areas where it's like real like you can't do it but then like i've told other people like i've got a cleaner and you know she's like what, what do you do like you're home all the time like you've always got like because i got like props and like take things not, not props as in like dildos but like i always get like photos taken so i might have like a new chair or like i've always got things in the house and i'm moving stuff around like mirrors and stuff like that just for angles and videos and stuff so she's like what do you do like with you so i'm like oh i do adult um, film like i create adult content she's like oh no way she's like i used to know i used to clean someone's house just up the road who used to own a brothel and she used to her share the room with like three other girls and like just got into a chat about it and she wasn't bothered by it at all mm. and then there's been some other people like i'm just in conversation they're like what do you do and i'm like oh i'm on only fans i create like adult films and they're like what and i'm like yeah that's right like you heard me and they're like what well, like like porn and i'm like well it depends how you look at it i'm like oh, i don't classify it porn because it's not like a professional you know film i said it's amateur and they're like 
is that your job and they get like real like weird about it i'm like yeah that's my job and like don't fucking freak out like you've had sex before yeah yeah i'm like why are you freaking out like i'm sure you've had sex before like chill the fuck out and people get like real weird about it but it's like i don't know i don't really care like i don't try and hide the fact that like mm. i do what i do like why i think hiding it is probably why the industry is like probably not as like spoken yeah. about as what it is now anyway so it's like i just rock it and i don't think it like devalues me because like i don't know like i think when you when i turn around and say like i do adult film it's not like i'm like sitting on a dick in the middle of a shopping center like you know i'm not like an overly horny person or like i'm not walking around with dildos in my purse like you know just what people probably think so it's like when i tell but people the thing they're like- shocked when that ha- like let's say you are walking around with dildos in your purse and you're just fucking you know in that like that's your level that that's fucking fine too yeah, like yeah. the the porn chicks that i know man yes like the the porn chicks that i know in america would just be like man a regular dude just won't fuck me the way i want to be fucked yeah and i'm like fair yeah fair enough like they love to go on set and just get like fucked by like professional dudes that can professionally fuck you yeah they can just fuck and fuck and fuck they got these giant dicks they do all the shit that they they want done to them and it's like even you know you get a chick that's like oh choke me Mm. most dudes won't even fucking choke a chick properly in the way that they want it and it's like who should decide whether it's right or wrong yeah. that that person wants that yeah. and like these chicks they're just like man it's awesome yeah. I just can't get that sex from a regular person yeah and I think most people think though that that's like that's not just like porn stars and stuff like I know a lot of girls who don't do what I do and they're like a lot more open about that sort of shit than what I am so it's all like in perspective like fuck I know some girls who like I went to school with and stuff and they're literally like the horniest people ever and they just like work at Coles or Woolies or work at like a clothes shop and they're like fucking their boss in the back room like it's like it just depends like you're not a porn star but you're acting like one like calm down so it's like it just really depends and I think people do though they think that like I don't know I think people when they think porn star they just think like someone completely like different I don't label myself a porn star but it generally seems to be getting the title because it's I guess that but a lot of people definitely have a vision of like everyone's watched porn I think too so that's probably why like I think they just think like this person that they've watched Mm. on like Pornhub is going to be like walking into their like bank for example going I'm a porn star give me a loan and that's probably what they think that they're going to be doing but it's like they do forget that they're like a normal person and they have like a normal life. Mm. Well, hey, we just did three hours. Oh, cool. We're done. I really, really appreciate you coming on. It was fucking cool to hear your story. Yeah, thank you. And you're a, you're a nice person. You're thank a very you. cool, nice person. <laughs> Thanks. And I think that if any of the haters have got shit to say, they should just listen to you talk about what Life. you do for a living. And it's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's fucking cool. Yeah, thank you. And uh, excited to see the... Uh, fucking mogul life that you keep living yeah yeah stay tuned hopefully it can be big and better than what it is now perfect well yeah thanks again really appreciate it thank you thanks